You're listening to Robert Kelly's You Know What, Dude? on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the funniest podcast on the planet Earth. This is going to be a clusterfuck. This podcast has no rules. Talking to the mic, asshole. I'm sure I've already said, should I regret Can I get a microphone? No! What the fuck? I always try to keep it like a comic hang. I have a bunch of guys on. It's just us sitting down and yapping. Sometimes it's hilarious. Sometimes it's intense. No topics. No directions. I love doing it. Don't play both sides of the coin. That's how the host does, you motherfucker. I'm honored that you think my podcast is popular enough where I might affect somebody's life. You never know. It's Robert Kelly's You Know What Do podcast on Riotcast.com. Yo, 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 what is up, motherfuckers? It's your boy, Louis J. Gomez, Puerto Rican rattlesnake, real-ass dude. Hashtag the show, the artist formerly known as the Howard Stern of MMA Radio, taking over the YKWD podcast. You know what, dude? Get the fuck out of my face. It's a real-ass takeover. Oh, boy. Yeah. I was really trying to start an applause break for myself. Nobody applauded. I'll go with you. Thank you very much, Pete Lee. You know what? The the best guest of the night gets a $100 fucking gift certificate. To where? I don't know. It's coming from YKWD's account, Lauren. Uh, That's empty. You know what? Hold on. Oh, just fucking sell some of the Patrice memorabilia. (laughs) Best guest of the night. I actually got from a fan. Uh, it says uh, it's from my buddy Big John McCarthy, who's a fan. He gave me a fifteen dollar iTunes music card. Wait, Big John McCarthy? The, the not that no, not the, not Big John from the. This uh, is another UFC. Big John McCarthy. He calls himself Big John, and you would just throw it out there and not even say not. It's the a good Big friend John of mine, McCarthy. George St. Pierre. Good. Not that George St. Pierre. It's a different one. Good friend of mine, Barack Obama. He's a trucker. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, fan. he gave me a fifteen dollar iTunes gift card. Mm-hmm. Check this out. Best guest on YKWD today is walking out with a $15 iTunes gift card. I thought it was 100 Yeah, it went down in value. That would have been good had by you not started show, with $100 cash. By the that end would have been show, a pretty the, cool... Uh, the best guest is going to owe Lewis here, so. $75 <laughs> by the end of the show. Yeah. No, but here's the problem. I didn't realize that the YKWD uh, bank account was completely empty. Well, it's not empty. It's just, you know... So can we, you, give $100, can we give $100 to the best guest of the night? For what? For being great and bringing it, we're trying to incentivize the guests. I'll run it by Bobby. It would be it would be be crazy here, (laughs) but like Legion of Skanks pays every show if you think about it that way. Uh, Yeah, it's a little crazy. All right, so you guys are coming in strong, talking shit right away. (laughs) I don't know. Lewis got me with that takeover not shit. I thought we were fighting somebody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So look, welcome to YKWD. Bob Kelly is out in Los Angeles. I just spoke with him. Um, He's very excited. He's he's watching along. If you guys are in the chat room, he might be chatting along with you guys. So hi, Bobby. Yeah, Bobby's listening to the show right now Dude. and we have a we have a pretty fucking intense lineup here yeah. first of all i'm gonna tell you right now we're starting off with a good night no scopo Hey. Oh. No scope. He's is he just not? He's on his way. He's got a show. Oh, he's he early. Yeah, he's he is coming. He's I just I figured he quit this one too. <laughs> well, you'll see when Scopo comes in the type of uh, he he draws the energy out of the room, no, right out of the room. No comment. Yeah. Dave Smith has you have an incredible you have you got a man spreading thing going on here. If this was the subway, you'd uh, that was very passive aggressive, Mike Fanoia. Mike, that's the voice of Mike Fanoia, guys. Give hey. it up for Mike Fanoia. Mike Fanoia. Very, very passive aggressive. No, no, he's got a. Yeah, you are. Is he got a little man spread out? So there he's got a lot of man spread, and like the his jeans are so tight, like with the man spread that he it's weird. He almost has like a, like a skateboard concave, like a half pipe. Yeah, like like, <laughs> like you're supposed to have a giant. Nah, bulge. you've never you're seen 
his dick. That's a full pipe. Trust me. <laughs> you got a nice dick. We also I got don't... Pete Lee is here, guys. Give it up for Pete Lee. Dave yep. Smith is here from the Part of the Problem podcast. Yeah. I just keep it going nice and yeah. quick. Yeah. I want to uh, spread more now. Spread your man. Challenged. And last but not least, making her YKWD debut. YKW yes. debut. Her YKW <laughs> debut, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, from the Shame On podcast, Karen Feehan. Oh. Yeah. First time anybody's First ever time said Double D time. and Karen in the same ah. sentence. <laughs> Go back to talking about Dave's dick. Yeah, oh boy. It, so hold on, Dave. You're, you're, that's a that's a term. The reason I say passive aggressive, Fenoya, is because you could have been like, "Hey, Dave, just fucking move your legs in a little bit. You're you're crowding on my shit." But you you you. I Lewis, by the cool. way, only knows passive aggressive or totally aggressive. He goes, <laughs> you could have looked at Dave and just been like, "Hey, pussy, deal with those fucking legs." Or get I was some. trying to use a New York word, a cool New York word. That's not a New York work. word. That's, that's like not a cool New York that's word. A that's a fucking word. feminist. Is it? Fucking, uh, yes. Oh, dude, spread more. I don't give a shit. By the way. Uh, Lewis went on a whole campaign when that first came out. It was amazing. Yeah. What was the series called again? It was called Woman Spreading. Woman Spreading. And Lewis would just go through and show chicks with their bags on subways. Oh. And whatever men ever do with spreading their legs, women I do ten that. times yeah, more totally. with fucking handbags. To, to another level, it's not even like... You don't even like they go. Oh, man, spreading is a thing, and I get it, dudes. We we just sit with our legs spread a little bit wider, and I understand sometimes it's a little uncomfortable for somebody to say, "Hey, could you move your legs over?" They don't want to come off like a dick. Women will flat up just put their bags next to them, put their legs up. Will fucking go shopping and take up three different seats. No problem with it at all. How is man spreading even a term where woman spreading isn't a thing? Yeah, theirs is because they have a purse and a tote bag and then an overnight bag. Because I've been staying over at my boyfriend's and he lives. <laughs> And Hoboken, and ours is because we you have balls. Bean bag. Yeah, really. Yeah, totally. We have to do it. Yeah. Like, no, what if I'm not. I'm not anti-spread. I love it. I'm no, a I'm big just a, spreader. Oh no. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> Pete made a great point. I we hate can, that we didn't word. have a choice. It's your choice to be a whore with this guy in Hoboken. Okay. Yeah. I I don't choose to have balls. They're yeah. there. Yeah. It's summer. Keep yeah. some clothes at his house, or at least make him want to commit so you can. <laughs> okay. What's going on? You guys are both 33. I mean, just move in already. Stay over, for Christ's What are you guys even doing? You're not getting any younger. Uh, yeah. Me and Karen were on the subway on our way here, and there was, I would say, an even worse infraction than manspreading, which is the Puerto Rican with their music playing on the subway. Oh, that's... Oh, I, holding, wish, I wish the death penalty. Holding up their phone because they don't have headphones. This guy didn't even have a phone. I don't know what it was. He was falling asleep. He wasn't even listening to the own music that he was playing for everyone. Because I'm going to take a nap. I'm just going to put something on yeah. for you guys. Yeah, this is yeah. <laughs> I liked part of the song, but part of it was terrible. <laughs> it was not, you, said, you said you didn't even know if he had a phone? What, what would he have? Like it, a, was, like a jukebox? it was coming out of his bag. I think it was a... It, it was, was a phone. He was fine. I have no idea what it was. Maybe it was a calculator. It could have been a fucking... It could have been a speaker in his bag, some sort of Bluetooth uh, contraption. I have no idea what it was. All I know is his bag was playing some sort of like fucking mountaineer music. Like, uh, you know, like, um, you know the guys in Times Square that play all the flutes? There's like a whole flute group in Times Square. Yeah. We heard two different songs. I think there was like an R&B mix in there. I no. think it was like a woman's voice. I thought Ricola commercial right away. Yes. Yeah. 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 But imagine they, with an Asian twist. Oh, like, like Zelda when he hit the flute? Like, <laughs> yes. was it Was it a minstrel medley? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the fuck's this guy listening to? I don't know what he was listening no to. No wonder he was sleeping. I all I know. his own music. I think delightful. he made that song. All I know is when I'm on the subway and somebody does that, my immediate reaction is like, I have to fucking say something, and I never do, and I'll tell you 
why. Because the people that do that are animals, and I don't know what they're capable of. Yeah, yeah they don't have the yeah. thing in their brain that says, that would be rude, people wouldn't like right. this. So. You want to talk to me on the subway, motherfucker? I can't afford earbuds. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, when he walked onto the subway, we were doing an acapella version <laughs> of... Uh, you were, I was singing backup. Mr. Biggs... Uh, <laughs> Hang on, little girl. <laughs> Stand up, and I'm done to you. Oh, wow, yeah. that's a stand up, little girl. It's true. It's true. Come on, baby. So this guy. Let me be the one to show you. I'm the one who wants to be with you. I'm the one deep inside a hole. Wow, that, uh, that bit yeah. should have ended a long time ago. Uh, so this guy, so you started with a with a guy not using his headphones, and I was like, oh, I fucking hate that guy. Turns yeah. out he was the third most annoying person on the train. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. We were literally singing it, and not even. By the way, jokes make better podcasting than four people without good voices singing. Yes, for the Pete record. Was pretty good on the harmony. The I said four. I think he was really four. Pete was the good one. I thought. I thought we. You made me work, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> you brought out the best in Mike <laughs> You were my muse, Mike. Oh, man. Were, Mike was going at like an eight, but then Pete was you a were nine. You were my hurdle. Yeah. Yeah. I would right. love it if that guy was asleep and you guys woke him up and he like clicked it on in his bag <laughs> so he could sleep. Back like sleep. a white noise machine or something. <laughs> his psychiatrist is like, anytime you want to kill someone, just play fucking Mountaineer flute music. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I hate um, Mr. Big. I hate Mr. Big. But it's usually, it's usually like a thuggy black kid or a thuggy Puerto Rican kid. This guy, he wasn't thuggy. But he was uh, it was a little, a little bit older, I'd say. Probably I thought like, he was older and Middle Eastern. I don't know why you think he was No, he was a Puerto Rican guy with pan flute music. It was pretty crazy. Mm. I wonder how long it would take for you to hate the song he was playing if it was a song you loved, but you just didn't want to hear it on the subway. You you know know what? What? Like, if you walked on and he was playing Pantera, like, I, how long till you're like... It would still bother me, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. Okay, right? It's, it's, and Dave, you're going to connect with me on this idea, right? It's like when you're walking down the street with a friend, like a girl... Just a friend, right? But she's not your girlfriend. But some dude cat calls her in front of you. Oh. So even though it's not your girl, he doesn't know that. Okay? Mm. That guy has no idea that this isn't my fucking wife right well, now. Well, I, I also so that guy has no idea that I don't that I like Pantera. So he's still being a fucking dick. The intent Hey right motherfucker. There. For all you know I could hate Pantera. <laughs> Lucky for you, I love it. God damn it, I have Pantera tattooed on my chest. You might say, why did I have to wear this tank top? Uh, this was a real ass close call. Yeah. Well, uh, Sometimes they eat a Panera also, bread look, just because it's close to Pantera. <laughs> this is what drives <laughs> This is what uh, this is what drives me crazy about that the most is that it'll always be some shit where it's like like, you know, like some fucking hip hop music or something where they're like, rub your pussy on my face. And there's like fucking kids around. That is my favorite like, song. It's yeah. a good song. Yeah. Rub your that's, pussy that's on that's my the chorus. face. Rub your pussy <laughs> on my face. Come on, everyone. Rub your pussy on my face. 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 That's going to annoy Dave's songs all the time. No, listen. Row, row, row. Rub, rub, rub your pussy right up on my face. But it's it's always shit like that. And that's kind of what would bother me about like even Pantera or something like that. It's just like aggressive music to fucking play for everybody. It's so Gil Diamond's totally cool, though. 
Yeah, but compared to no. Metal Now, it's so funny because to me, like, uh, Pantera sounds pretty mild. No, it's not inappropriate like that. It's just kind of aggressive. Like, if you're trying to read, like, if you're trying to, f that's that's the thing, uh, the other thing that bothers me. Like, I'm trying to read? No, not you implied. <laughs> Obviously, not you. Uh, but I I hate that if you're reading on the train and someone comes on and is just playing music, you're like, as I feel the same way with those kids fucking dancing, you're like, dude, come on, man. This yeah. has to take over everyone's shit now. Yeah. Like, what if they ask you for money? People just playing music on their phone. <laughs> like, can I get like five bucks for this song? It's pretty good, right? That's like, their talent. They don't ask you for money. I'd rather a person uh, be doing tricks and dancing and asking for money than just listening to their fucking song and inviting me into their own fucking party. At the very least, I can justify the industrious attitude of the young black kids dancing on the train. They're trying to fucking make money. They're not... I mean, that's part of their shtick, which is like, oh, we're not going to stick you up and we're, you know... I here. hate that. That drives me fucking crazy. When they all say it at the same time, we're not going to stick you up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, you, you got together on the thing, so maybe you would do the sticking up. <laughs> like, all right, we're going to open with not stick you up. But that, that's the part of their speech. It's like, yo, I'm, I'm, we're not out there causing trouble we're not out there robbing people we just want to sell candy on the train so like the implication is like if we like look give us money or we might have to rob you yeah, yeah. or it's know? like what do you want a fucking cookie for not robbing people like the rest of us aren't robbing people too. we do have cookies if you want to buy those cookies <laughs> two dollars <laughs> but I, I was like i was a young kid who was trying to make money like I wouldn't I, if I grew up in the city I would have probably been dancing on a train or <laughs> <laughs> so what would you do to make money back in Lewis's it was like the electric slide yeah. days <laughs> Lewis is doing the Macarena you. on yeah. the fucking R train so you have to bully your way onto a dance train <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real ass entertainer <laughs> where were you going with that before I just started that's the Go funniest thing I've ever heard oh look I was one turn away from just ending up dancing on the train tonight you don't understand. I was a fan of Ace of Base. <laughs> I would have done anything. All she wants is another baby. Yeah, all I want is to dance on this train. I can totally relate. It's just one want. <laughs> no, I'm not talking. Obviously, I'm, I don't mean literally dancing on the train. I mean, maybe I might have. I, I don't know how to dance, but I'm saying I could have. You just would have been a hustler, as you're saying. A I would have been a hustler. hustler. I was a street hustler as a kid, but I, I grew up in the suburbs. Three card monte. Follow. Get your no, street hustling in the suburbs was a fucking lemonade stand. That's all those little black kids are doing right now in the subways is their own version of a Man, lemonade stand. the suburbs stand. have gotten pussy. That's yeah. a street hustling. Did you do anything when you were a young kid to make money, Pete? Yeah, um, I had a paper route and... Uh, yeah I, yeah, I used to steal out of my mom's purse. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and did you ever steal bills out of her purse? Yeah, yeah. Like, really? I mean, it was stupid. But my my mom was a waitress. Lewis only got food stamps. I know. <laughs> my my mom was a waitress, and so like that makes it even worse. But she just always had loose money in her purse, and I'd be like, she won't miss this five. Yeah. Uh, She's always too tired working a double to pay attention to how much money she has while her little piece of shit kid is stealing money out of her purse. <laughs> <laughs> she earned dick. from a double at Red Lobster. And you were like a nice kid too. <laughs> yeah, I was a, I was a good kid but like I I mean I was a good kid but I also just was the kid that didn't get caught, you know, like my brother and I would go out and vandalize the neighborhood and like 
I mean, I guess I got I got arrested for shoplifting several times. But you're not sounding like that good of a yeah, kid. Yeah, really. Oh. You vandalized the neighborhood, shoplifted, and stole from your mom. Who was the bad kid? So one time, my me, brother, because he like ended up in jail. He killed my mom. <laughs> yeah. One time, me and my brother yeah, gang got, raped this girl at a party. It was pretty crazy. I got away I with it. Caught, though. Yeah, I mean, but it was, I was a like, good really, kid. brother? You're going in for seconds? <laughs> Jesus. Well, like, like I had my paper out, and my brother, this woman refused to pay me. So my brother and I were like, we're gonna ruin her fucking house yeah, and nice. so we would like put like salami on her car so strips the paint yeah strips Ooh, yeah, the paint that was a good her, one. we'd soap her windows what a hilarious like white guy suburban fact to know you knew that yeah. right away yeah. no, no, we used to do that yeah, yeah if you I put salami, salami on it, it strips the paint right I off no the car idea. I did it to my yeah. ex-boyfriend yeah it's yeah. huge you put yeah. salami on your ex-boyfriend's <laughs> car you psychopath he put herpes on her pussy we did that to the neighbors on mischief night that was a big one no it's cabbage night what did he do to you that you had to put salami on his car I don't know probably cheated on me I don't give a shit you didn't remember it was so important at the time that you vandalized his property. Oh, you know what he did? But it wasn't something that he, was like, sticking in your memory. He, fucked a girl that was, like, three lockers down for me and, like, made out oh. with her, the, like, two days after I I love school geography. Yeah. Three lockers three, down. I was, oh, I was devastated. Do you think supermarket employees have to deal with a lot of angry women coming in, like, where's the salami? <laughs> <laughs> where's your salami I section? Need yeah. soap and salami. <laughs> yeah, do you think that, like, when, when a girl does that, she's like, it's gotta be black boar? You know, like, it's, it's gotta be organic. <laughs> <laughs> she's really selective about her salami. <laughs> No, you get the cheap shit. Yeah. Is this low sodium? So, so you would do fucked up shit. Because it's funny, you were a good kid. I was a bad kid, and I would steal from my mom, but I would never steal dollar bills. Any, I would only take change. That was like this weird moral code that I had. That I you would just only had take. a poorer mom. It's not a moral <laughs> code. Okay. Yeah, there was There's opportunity. Moral about this. I did. Karen, did you do anything fucked up as a kid? Were you out there? No, I was good. You never stole from your mom? No. Yeah, eat your mic a little bit. Pick your Sorry. mic up. Or it's just the angle it's at. Is yeah, the yeah. Uh, no, I was a good kid. I didn't steal from my parents. You I had a horrible childhood. No, I didn't. I can tell by the person you are today. <laughs> no, no, no. What happened? I, mean, I, do, I started drinking when I was like 12, but that's it. <laughs> that's pretty awful crazy. Happened. How, how, did, how no. do you... You know, I guess that's the truth. I started technically started... I mean, what is it like? Is it like stand up the first time you do it, then you've started? Because I didn't yeah. drink regularly when I was twelve, but the first the time first I, time I drank, I think it was twelve. Yeah, yeah I was like, or, I mean, I mean, the first time I had a sip of alcohol, but the first time I drank. First time I had a, a sip of beer, I was probably seven. I stole yeah. a beer out of my my grandma's fridge. Yeah. In like with seventh stock. grade. What's that, 12, 11? For me, yeah, somewhere around there. <laughs> I got a beer from my grandma. I traded in some change I stole from my mom's purse. <laughs> it was a nickel beer. <laughs> in, uh, in Wisconsin, there's actually a law that once you become 12, when you're at a bar, you can have a pony beer with a parent. What? Yeah, What's a pony beer? It's, tiny it's little, a tiny little beer. It's made of pony blood. It's like it's like a, It's pretty fucking hardcore. They're like, giving this to kids. Like an orange juice glass of beer. Okay. And you can have one. And between the ages of 12 and 16, you can have it. You, you guys can Google it. Today. Um, right now. Today you can do Yeah. It. And then usually from 16 to like 21, you can't drink. But like as a little kid, you can have a... Wait, where what? is this? That, how weird Wisconsin? is that that they, they cut you off from 16 to 21, from 12 to 16, you're allowed to have that. You got me hooked on pony beer. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like a it's one of those weird laws that like Jay Leno, you know, when you'd be like, "Eh, hey, it's a weird law uh, in Wisconsin. You can have a beer when you're 12 years old, but 16." You know, like like one of those things. And yeah. 
yeah. it still stands. And you go to a bar, and there's little kids with their pony beers, and they like can't wait to get their pony. This beers. is how dumb Lauren is. She just she why just am typed, I dumb? This is she just typed in pony beer. Uh, <laughs> what else am I supposed to type in? Wisconsin, Wisconsin pony beer. Okay. Maybe the pony beer law. Pony law. Something. Like, it's really French. They do that in France, like they like not like Europe. I think it's well. Smart. You can just drink, man. Well, it's like they say, yeah. they say it's like 16 for beer and then 18 for alcohol. No. But if you're there at all, it's just I, fucking. I in would, France, they'll serve a fucking 13 year old. We were, shit. we were, our whole class was 15, and we all got wasted every night with my teacher. They don't care. Oh yeah, wow. that was part of your normal childhood. <laughs> that was actually uh, gym class <laughs> for you guys. <laughs> well, Karen, Karen's a recovery alcohol, like a legit straight up recovery alcohol. Karen is the Thank only you. person I know who's actually convinced me that alcoholism might be a is disease. Real. <laughs> Thank yeah. you She's so educated much. me. Because you also can do other shit and you're not a problem, but you have right. a fucking problem with alcohol. It's very specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what, so you, you had your first drink when you were 12. What, oh what, was, God, you, what was your first drink? Me and Jamie Chipman were babysitting. There was oh, like Jesus. infants asleep <laughs> all over. We took all the different alcohol. We didn't know what we were doing. We thought we were making mudslides. And we just got hammered and put the Playboy channel on. And we were just like, I don't know, hanging out. We were 12. Just, just watching Naked Just hanging girls. out, was, huh? yeah, you know, And this was you and another girl. Yeah, yeah. And where were the toddlers? Asleep. All their names started with K. I remember like one was named Kennedy and like we like passed out and like the parents said we could sleep there. It was bad. I mean, I don't think that we should have been left with those So just two 12-year-old girls unattended getting drunk Watching Playboy. Sounds like yeah. a party. Can we, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sounds incredible. I was really popular. We're, we're the exact two dumb moms we do. Hold on. T- t- can you retell the story? Dim the lights? Yeah. Can you, can you make yourself wearing. 14 so I'm not guilty <laughs> about this uh, bomb rag? <laughs> I vomited the next day in side ballet class, and I was in the Boston Ballet, and there's I was in like a really intense class, and you have to jump for like 12 minutes, just straight jumps. And I <laughs> That's ran not ballet. Out. That was uh, hip-hop. Were you just in some guy's apartment? (laughs) 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 Welcome back to ballet. (laughs) (laughs) And I ran to the bathroom. I booted everywhere. And my mom, I must have smelled like booze. My mom was in total denial about it, though. She was like, oh, you must have the flu. What's the matter? Oh, you must have eaten something that really smells like booze. Like all the alcohol, yeah. Dave, what what was the first time you drank? I remember uh, at, I mean, it's got to be something like around that age, 11, 12, something like that. But at my friend Michael, Michael Beal's. Uh, place and his, his like he had a really nice. I love house. Whenever, any, anytime anybody tells a story, I, you have to give the first and Dude, last name. name. I remember. Yeah. Can I just tell a quick aside story? When that shit went down, when Ari did his last special, I remember actually having a moment with him and going like, "Dude, why the fuck did you say her full name?" Yeah. And he just goes, "Dude, you know, like when you're telling a story <laughs> and you're telling a story about high school, instead of just going like my friend Steve, you go like Steve Wolakowski, and it's yeah. just a better story. It's just for and I went, just that is a, a better great picture, answer. Yeah. Yeah. And to anyone else who ever went, why the fuck did he say your name? It's like, no, no, no. Yeah, I don't know. To me, that was a great answer. Yeah. But anyway, so this kid might be like his father had like a fucking liquor cabinet. I think one of the only parents I actually knew who had like. It was like the most traditional out of a sitcom way to get drunk for the first time. But we felt the same thing as Karen. We don't know what the fuck we did. We took like take one of the brown ones yeah. and put it in some soda. And right. I don't know what yeah. we drank, but I drank like four of them. Got fucking hammered, puked. Yeah, mm-hmm. thought it was awesome. Did you get yeah. in trouble? Did you get caught? No. I think a lot. I think of, he might have gotten uh, caught like down the line. A lot of what you do is dependent on if you get caught early on doing it. You know what I'm saying? If you get away with it a bunch of times, yeah. Like, like I was already addicted to weed by the time my mom caught me, and mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, too late, bitch. We got to figure this out." Wow. I'm just gonna smoke weed. I got busted drinking early, and then my parents got heavy on like on me about it. But then this was pre cell phones, pre beepers, all was that. This before shit, you so started I... playing guitar and stained. 
<laughs> I was right really before, like right before I bought MMA. Um, no, like, but I would just be like, oh, I'm going to sleep over Mark's house. I'm going to sleep over Dennis's house, whatever. And they'd just be like, are her parents home? Are, are his parents home? Yeah. And that was it. That was their one, like, as long as parents were home, I yeah. could sleep out. But then we would go, like, in the woods and have kegs and... We were getting ripped when we were like sixteen. Yeah, Fano, you have that fucking like that all American like we used to do keggers in the woods vibe. Dazed and confused, yeah. basically, was yeah, my yeah. childhood. Yeah. Dude, we used to do fucking keg parties in the in Prospect Park. That just sounds fucking dangerous. <laughs> there was black people everywhere. It was really dangerous. Dude, I'm talking about people came. There were there literally were fights because groups of black thugs came and just tried to like you know fucking rob people and shit. Yeah. There were brawls. Cops would come. We'd run. I went. I went. Me and Katie. It was great. It was my, so much fun. I, the, when I, when I met Dave Smith, I was dating this shit, Katie. Who that's why I met Dave. She was like she was. We all grew up in the same neighborhood. Yeah. Together. She'd so probably be at some of those. We would go to some parties in the park like late at night. It'd be a Friday night at like one o'clock in the morning. Prospect Park. It was just, it was fucking pure chaos. It felt dangerous. Dude, I straight, it literally I, I have felt dangerous. so many crazy stories from that fucking park because I grew up around there in Brooklyn. And that's like, if you're, if you were like broke kids and that's where you went to the park. I mean, I ran from cops. I ran from fucking, I ran from this fucking, one time when I was 14, we used to, this is one of the least things I'm, I'm most not proud of in my entire life, but we used to uh, run on cabs all the time. That was you tripped shit. a black like, kid and he got shot to death and you got away? <laughs> it was the 90s. <laughs> it, was, it was before all this Black Lives Matter like, shit. Nobody I can, mattered, I can man. breathe so good. <laughs> uh, no, but we, so we used to run on cabs, like we'd go to the city to like some party and like come back, you know, cab and just, you, we'd just take it to like somewhere near the park. And then just run into the fucking park and get free. It was like, you know, it's always like free cabs. Looking yeah, back yeah. at it, it's like, oh, you know, you're robbing from someone from a third world country. It's kind of <laughs> fucked up. But I uh, have, I, like, to this and day. that's how Al-Qaeda started. I have no problem if you ditch a cab. I almost ditched a cab the other day out of. Uh, you have no sense of ethics. <laughs> no, okay. I, I, here's what happened. I went to the stand, okay, and I had to That's way too late in your life for there to be a ditching cab stand. I had well I was I didn't ditch the cab, but I was going to. I went to go get uh, I, I went to take the cab and I didn't have any money on me, so I went to go get my pay to pay the cab after I got there. And I was like, Oh, I was like I'll be, I was like, let me give you my wallet or my card, I'll be right back, I'm just gonna go grab my pay. And he was like, No no no, it's okay, buddy, go ahead. And I was like, well, I almost wanted to teach him a lesson. He'd be like, you fucking moron. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? It's like any, anybody could just walk away from your cab. I got the cops well, called on me when I jumped out of the cab. Once. Really? Yeah, and they came to my door, and they were banging on my door. And I, had to, I was in a total blackout. I was just wasted. I was living in Queens. And I got out there, and there was like two cops there, and I was just like, "Hey, you guys want to come in?" And they're like, "No." <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Is this the beginning of a story about how you got double teamed by two <laughs> cops? Ah, <laughs> uh, you guys showed up in police uniforms, kinky. Yeah. Come on in. Who wants the butt? Sounds like the deleted uh, scenes ma'am? from the teenagers getting wasted watching the kids. <laughs> well, dude, video. so I was in a. If you now this used to happen, it would always kind of be like you know we do like odds and evens or some shit like that. But whoever was in the middle seat, that was the shitty seat to be in yeah. when you fucking ran from a cab. Yeah. So they called the leave. bitch seat. Now, now, now most of the time you go shut. Suburban rules, you call shotgun, and but then bitch. Not, not bitch. bitch. Yeah. Well, in, yeah. in but now in this day and age, in, with feminism, it's called the person seat. <laughs> yeah, no. be like bitch, bitch seat person. because that's totally cool too. <laughs> bitch seat matters. <laughs> uh, but uh, we, none of us had cars. This was the only. So we just huddled up and we were like, "All right, we're gonna do this." And then it would be like, a "Fuck, all right, who's gonna be in the middle?" But I was in the middle this time, and ninety. I mean, I think at least ninety percent of the time you did this. 
we, you just leave the doors open and you run, and they're not yeah. expecting you to run, and they they can't just ditch their fucking yeah. car. But this that was like that, that was movie. a different what Pakistani was, uh, animal. Uh, uh, <laughs> Dave, what was the movie though? That this is it, it was straight out of a. Uh, uh, it's the one where the boys get raped in jail. You're talking yeah, about yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, sleepers, oh. sleepers. Yeah. Where it, literally, that's what this was. This mm -hmm. motherfucker chased me for. I mean. I, I'm t I mean, I was a teenager, so like I could run. For were you alone days. or were you with your buddies? I was with my buddies, but we all ran into you the split. woods. And I was the, you know, I was. Like <laughs> I, don't the know, I imagine one. you were a fat kid when you were a teenager and you just lost all the weight. <laughs> <laughs> this is what did it. <laughs> I started the Once beginning that of the story. Once me in the woods, I had no. To I was running, but I was in fucking. I remember I was in a. I was in like Timberlands. And I'm running in the woods. All and right, I'm stop about, like, bragging. Jump over a fence. Wigger Dave. Just wigger, wigger 90s hip-hop Dave. I Bosch jump over jeans. the fence, and I'm running through woods. You're talking about running through woods, like sticks every time. And, you know, like, yeah, we all split out in different directions, but I realized, I mean, I think a good full 10 minutes of running, this motherfucker, and he's wearing, like, some Muslim sheet shit, and he's <laughs> running, and he's screaming at the top of his life. He goes, I fuck you! I fucking kill you! And I'm fucking running, like, and I'm looking down, and my shoes are kind of untied and shit. Oh, I'm running yeah. as fast as I can. I'm sprinting. This here. is like a PT. I remember, being, nightmare. The price I remember of looking being, like, cool. like, if I fucking trip and fall right now, I'd be like, this like this dude wants to fight me to the death. Yeah. And we ran yeah. like somewhere deep into the middle of fucking Prospect Park. And he just left his cab there. Uh, I mean, he must have left his cab, doors open forever. Because I don't know exactly when I lost him, but it was far into the park. Yeah, that's far a, in. almost the exact same story, uh, except the guy didn't chase us really. He did, but he like just he stopped after a second. But the cops came. Um, we, we were going to we were going to visit my buddy's girlfriend, who was like at a high school, like the other. She was like a ninth grader at another high school. So we were like in the ninth grade. We like ditched school for the day, and we we jumped out of the cab and we ran down this hill and we went to the school. Like and it was like we were like it was like their lunchtime. We hung out with her. You but skip then, school to go to another yeah, school. We, yeah. <laughs> kids, kids really do just crave structure. <laughs> What do you want to do now that we skip school? I don't know. Go sign up for more classes. <laughs> Whatever. Let's go audit geometry. <laughs> <laughs> but when we left, the cops rolled up on us as soon as we left, and they were with the cab driver, and he got us, and we we're like, oh, shit. We didn't have any money. So they made uh, they made me give him my middle school graduation ring The as cops collateral. made you do the Middle thing? school graduation ring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you an Olympic swimmer in Brazil? Where the fuck did this Jostens really had their fucking hands around your neck, and that's cool. No, we had we had middle school graduation rings. Havisham Middle School, and I never got it back. You got a oh, middle sad. Oh, but you're uh, officer. I'm the first one in my family to graduate middle school. That would mean so much. That was gonna be a Christmas present to my grandmother and my mother. My mom told me when I was a baby, "You're gonna go get you one of those elementary school rings, boy." Throwies, <laughs> were you a bad? You weren't a bad kid. You were a good. I kid. never stole from my parents, but I used to. Uh, we we partied a ton. We used to set like leaf fires was a huge thing we used to do. Like around this. Time of year, used to make paddles and beat up freshmen. No, yeah, right, yeah. We used to tie kids to the fucking goalposts, and no, but like leaf fires was that a thing anywhere else? Like nah. when, it, when everybody would rake their leaves to the front of the yard for the town to come pick up all the leaves, and we would just set the piles of leaves on fire and run. And every now and then, like you burn somebody's the fire, house down. There was a couple times where like <laughs> the fire would get a little high, and there were still leaves on the branches, and it would catch and 
That's what annoying. Like the all American fun. It's like nah, I never did anything like that. But you know, we set some fires a couple times with a few babies in the house. So, right? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I don't think anybody like, died. Pete, like all the nice guys are worse than us. I just oh, I mean, definitely a couple of misdemeanors. You know, arson, arson, drinking ponies. We we started drinking early and like smoking cigarettes. Like I think I started smoking cigarettes in like seventh grade, sixth grade. I was seventh grade. That's the time my parents thought I was smoking pot because I smoked a cigarette and I got nervous and I went to my buddy's house and I we took his brother's cologne and like sprayed a shitload of cologne because we thought it would cover up the cigarette smell and then I went home and my parents were like you smelled have you been hanging out with Puerto Ricans (laughs) (laughs) he was was basically a fucking Puerto Rican yeah but uh no it was we, we just had yeah good old fashioned American fun you know setting fires a lot of mischief night shit a lot of like egging people's houses. Yeah, crank calling, jerky boy shit was a ton of fun too. We did a bunch of that's that. That's all. That's all gone now. Like you can't really prank call we'll people. Call right now. No, you can't. That was a blast though. Yeah, being anonymous and being able just to call somebody. I've been trying to do a prank now, and it's just not working. Um, I won't say who, but I've I've been trying to book him on a gig, like four hours away. It's a comedian. And he Is he won't a bite. rapist? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I just want to fuck with him. I want to book him on a Saturday night gig, like four hours upstate. Oh, God. And then have him show up and there'd be no gig. So you're trying to book Scopo? No, it's not okay. Scopo. It's somebody else. It's fucking... I, Scopo I, can't even get booked at fake rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Scopo's got to submit Imagine that he's like, I fucking got there. No one was there. He's like, who books that? Do you have his email? Can <laughs> 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 sc- you send him my avail? Scopo's got to bring six friends to get on my fake show. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Should I send him a video? Or <laughs> Why can't you figure it out? Just make a fake profile. I did. I made a fake Twitter profile. I started oh, tweeting at the guys. So I'm a time big on fan. <laughs> it's been a month and a half. I've been setting it up, and it's just, he won't bite. Hmm. He won't bite. I'm like, hey, dude, would you come and do this show? No answer. I asked other people, like other comedians, if he checks my thing. There's like me asking a bunch of comics in the scene if they're interested in doing the show. Oh, that's... You know, there is a Twitter guy that's asking me to do shows, so I'm like, is it me? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not you. Are you catfishing me and then telling me? And then I'm like, well, it can't be that guy. Reverse psychology. It can't be two people doing this, yeah. right? I'm surprised that doesn't happen more often, though. It's such an easy, because wh- who would fucking check? All it takes is a Twitter profile, right? And be like, hey, dude, come and do my show in fucking Pennsylvania. I think you're great. Why would you say this over the YKWD airwaves to just Guys, do it to yeah. every comic in New York City. <laughs> really. If you don't do your due diligence and, and check and fucking make sure that it's a real gig, I think you deserve the four hours wasted in the night of comedy room. Eight really hours do. round trip. Yeah, depending on where you're going, yeah. Crazy, dude. Wow. Wow. Moral of story. <laughs> It'd be hilarious if you did that to the guy and he went and then he just came back and you go, hey, how was your gig? And he goes, awesome, I crushed. <laughs> <laughs> I recommended you. It, it sounds like this caliber comic is actually like when you do do the con and then you de- you defollow him on Twitter, he's going to be like, shit, I lost one. Yeah. <laughs> like he's, got, he's probably in the teens. You know, you're like number 17. He's going to be crushed to go back down to 16. Did you guys, did you guys fuck with Mischief Night like here in the city? Like I always uh, well, I wondered grew up about... In the city. I grew up in the suburbs and they call it something different in every city. See, we called it gate night. I've heard mischief, mischief night. We call it cabbage night. Cabbage night. Yeah. Cabbage night. Yeah, That's I don't just know weird. Why. What does that mean? I don't know. It's a Jersey thing. Really? Yeah. What was like the shit you did? Uh, we would just like fucking egg cars. Try to suck as many dicks as yeah. possible. Oh, it's totally. pretty crazy. Yes. Cabbage yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> Guzzle come. No, um, we would just egg cars. That was so hot how you <laughs> yeah. said that. Yeah. Egg cars as they were driving by. Yeah. Gr- yeah. Girls don't really do that though. That's I like a it. fucking yeah. guy thing. Wait, what are we doing? Knock on doors we did and in run. College. No, girls girls guzzle come. 
Yeah. Did you ever do shit like that, Karen? You go, go no. out and throw eggs at cars and shit? No. We just got drunk. We just did like senior skip day. I mean, people used to um, like hit mailboxes with uh, baseball bats a yeah, lot. Yeah, we used driving to do that too. So anything dazed and confused. Yeah, we yeah. fucking did. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't really into that. Rip stuff. people. Rip like donuts on people's lawns. With the other problem cars. is, I wasn't like a cool. But when we were going out for like gate night and the night before Halloween, I wasn't like a cool kid yet. I was like in the eighth grade. I was never really a cool kid to be honest. You're a year away, bro. But I was in the eighth grade. <laughs> all the and all the upperclassmen. Love all you of now. the cooler kids. Like, we'd be afraid of them. So, like, I remember one year, like, we had eggs and shit, and we had shaving cream, and me and my buddy Mike and my buddy James, we went around, and we're like, yeah, hey, we're going to fucking spray some stuff on the street. Yeah. And we got fucking jumped by these older kids. And then they, like, beat us up, but they fucking, like, beat us down with eggs. Oh, dude, I remember getting... socks filled with dude, um, have... baby powder. Yeah. And just fucking, like, just... Dude, I'm talking about getting beat the jumped. Piss I got out of us. jumped on Halloween, dude. I got fucking, uh... I got these kids, dude, one time surrounded us. It was so funny, dude. At, um, at, I mean, I must have been, I must dude, have been like dressed 10. up as a fucking ghost. Dude, <laughs> no, no, dude. We weren't dressed up. We were trying to be little thugs like that. And then just mo- met, like, bigger, better thugs. And it was like, we had, like, eggs and shaving cream and shit. And I just remember we got surrounded by, like, nine dudes. And the one in the front, he just goes, yo, let me see that shaving cream for a second. <laughs> we, had, we had to give it to him. <laughs> like, you have to give the weapon to the people who they just shave it and punch you. And you're like, oh, Jesus. Wow. Oh, it was great. Brooklyn was horrible. I like that you actually gave the shaving cream to people who probably needed to shave. Like, oh, yeah, that guy could have genuinely used shaving cream. You're like, okay, but seeing as how you're 17 and I don't have a dad, could you explain this to me after you beat me up? <laughs> Yo, son, let me, get the, let me get those vitamin D capsules. Um, I'll take the bomb, Dana. Thank yeah. you very you much. Already have it. Okay. What, was, what was Mischief Night in Wisconsin? Well, I mean, like you, I, I was actually thinking about, I, um, you were asking when, when like the first drink was, and I was like, oh, I think it was with you know my dad or something like that. But then I remembered um, we got this babysitter because my mom would work doubles. She was 12, and her and her hot 12-year-old friend got fucked up. (laughs) Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) And, like, this babysitter was, like, a troubled teen. You know, like, she walked in the house, and me and my brother were like, it's on. (laughs) Like, we knew it was going to get crazy. And she's like, do you guys mind if I throw a party? And it was, like, classic party. Wait, how old were you now? Uh, I think I probably would have been around, like, 10. And the babysitter was, like, 13, 14. I think she was, like, 15, 16, somewhere around there. So That's the perfect age. She she threw a high school kegger in the house, (laughs) and my brother and I were like, yeah. And how old was your brother? uh, If I was 10, he was probably 14. So Uh, So you guys had a babysitter when he was 14? Yeah. That's just kind of embarrassing for him. Well, he was very irresponsible. I mean, he, like, he, my mom needed the babysitter more for him than me. He's like, oh, this is your new babysitter. Like, we're intrigued together. Yeah. (laughs) I'm fucking her. (laughs) Um, But yes, I know her smell. (laughs) Yeah. So she, she threw this huge party. And then my brother and one of his friends, they were wrestling downstairs in the laundry room. And uh, and there was this comforter on the ground. I think they it was cement floors, and they put the comforter down so that it, it wouldn't fuck them up, even though yeah. that doesn't... But anyway, it's... You're saying it like it's stupid? I'm like, yeah. Me and, yeah. Dave, me and Dave did that when we were, like, 24. That's <laughs> how the pros fight. Yeah. <laughs> so it slid underneath the furnace, and then Classic. it caught on fire. Ah. And then our laundry room, it's all fabric, caught on fire. A house caught on fire. <gasps> Luckily, uh, you know, there was no... 
no 911 back then, but a neighbor called the cops. When was this? Yeah, when 1820s? There was no 911. You had to ring the trouble bell. <laughs> the entire town came with buckets and all poured water in an assembly so line I, into the house. I picked up river. my phone. I said, operator, connect oh, me to town. Whistle. <laughs> <laughs> if they could just see uh, the fire uh, from... <laughs> Oh shit! Hey, boss, how are you? Hey. Oh man, hey. Rich What's Voss up, joins hey. the show. Guys, if we would have been a legend, if we would have announced Rich Voss, there might have been some people watching live. Uh, right now. There we go. Where's What's up, Rich? Where's Bobby? Oh, I don't know. Eating. Wait, is this your show? <laughs> no, it's Bobby's show, but I'm guest hosting today. Oh, all right. I'll see you guys. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> Bye. Later, pal. Uh, look at this. It's a who's who of nobody. <laughs> well, Pete. Pete is known through the Midwest. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Red Eye. Uh, somebody's roommate. No, it's Pink Eye. He's <laughs> got Pink Eye. You got Pink Eye? No, I think it was just a play on. Oh, that, that was Lewis's joke. Oh, Okay, roast battle. Uh, <laughs> Rich, we're talking about uh, we're talking about being young kids. Pete was just telling us a story about the first time he drank um, was when his babysitter ha- set his house on fire. Yeah, she set the house on fire, and then I ended up like uh, sitting on the back of a fire truck with one of those blankets, like at the end of Die Hard. <laughs> like, that was the first. And my mom was like, like she was like, "Wow, you look really sick. You must be really sick from the smoke inhalation." And I couldn't have not smelled like Jim Beam and all the shit that I was drinking. And yeah. and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, oh smoke." So wait, did your whole house burn down? No, just a section of it, and then they had to rebuild it, and we how, got insurance money and stuff. How old were you? Uh, I was like 10. Dude, how long, how, did your parents go away for like a weekend or was she just there for a night and was like, we're throwing a fucking rager just for a night? Well, my dad went away forever. And <laughs> <laughs> she, she went after him? Yeah. Yeah. My, my dad went, my dad left. Uh, I, I talked about it on your show. My dad left my family when, on Christmas. Oh. And so that's, people always go, why are you fucked up? You seem normal. And it's that. Um, <laughs> why do you act like a Christmas elf all the time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why are you so insecure? But then my mom. Mom, you know, she worked at Red Lobster and she did her best, but she was just always gone. <laughs> so she dealt with a lot of blacks. <laughs> Ooh. What? They love Red Lobster. Is that it's racist? I said, By the way, I think Red from Wisconsin. A, I think Red Lobster is no a solid restaurant. Okay, first of all, when you say a fact, it's not racism. It's right? true. That's not racism yeah. if it's a fact. Uh, so your mom worked at Red Lobster. Okay, and you ended up doing shows at Red Lobster. So, full circle. My house burnt down, you know, like five years ago. So I know the, the fucking nightmare of dealing with a house fire. Oh God, it's a fucking nightmare. It's a nightmare. You got to go through, like, to get everything back from the insurance company. You have to go to stores and then have them do a blank. It's a receipt where you didn't really buy it, but they printed out with all the value of it, and then you have to you have to hand that into the insurance company. Yeah, that's when you were a kid. Now everyone's got fucking. Now they just estimate it. we had uh, an insurance adjuster come in, and went over everything. And I'm not lying. From fucking like little, from cords like you know wires. Cord. There must have been ten thousand things on this fucking list of things that through everything from a, a pair of sneakers to a fucking 
to you know a vibrator on the side of the bed. So <laughs> two boxes and boxes, which and didn't boxes burn of, somehow. I tell you, right after the fire, right after that was the, the one thing that was next, still intact. The next fucking day, I came home and emptied my closet for, from all the porns and you know the vibrators <laughs> and the but you know and it's, just because I'm you know what the firefighters in your town knowing <laughs> that you're looking at you know fucking pictures you know, of them a blue <laughs> surveillance video <laughs> fucking dunk tank some show she's quick on some she's not <laughs> so, uh, so you fucking destroyed on roast battle last week thank she you. was so Karen you know, was excellent I'm thank such you. a big fan of her uh, not her just her right. demeanor on stage when she when you went in, and the way you just you beat her not only with 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 your body just the way like huh do you like my body better than her body no no not no you crazy you. have you seen Caitlyn <laughs> Bailey's body yeah. no oh are you kidding you think with clothes Shut on up, no Dave. she's killing you <laughs> she talks about prostitution right and and you just laid into her but what would it cost like if I wanted to fuck one of her nostrils do you think it would be <laughs> <laughs> can she cut you a deal if, you only, if I only want one <laughs> well we're doing uh, now we're do starting next week next Tuesday the Roastmasters tournament both Pete Lee and Karen are both competing in the tournament top 16 ding, ding, ding. Oh, really? uh, it's going to be 16 battlers in the first round of the tournament 8 battles in one night Karen gets a rematch yes, with her, uh, her, her battle that went viral yeah. What battle was that? Against oh, Zach and Miko. You know, pull, pull, up, pull up some of the battle with uh, Karen no. versus Zach Wong. You had some Whoa. good ones. I thought it was your battle with anorexia. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys it's are not really a battle. Anorexia is <laughs> killing it. <laughs> Thank you. When you guys are fucking, is she ever like, will you turn on your Roastmaster's voice? <laughs> You know, like, like loose roast. Like you, you get this voice that's just amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. Who, who fucks? Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, I was talking about you and Scopo. That's so mean. Yeah. House fire. Uh, yeah. No, they went. They went viral in the first battle, uh, and the second no. one was end up the rematch. Why do we have to watch this? Because you did a great job in this. Well, one. what do you call Not viral? The Zach one. Through almost I mean, three million views. That's kind of viral. Kid. What is it? What's the I'd definition say, of viral? I, mean, I don't Over know if there's a definition, but if like to me, at like half a million or more, I'd start going that one. Kind Depending of like, on what it is, too. Yeah. I mean, I see some of these cooking things on Facebook yeah. that have twenty million fucking views, and yeah. all they're doing is making eggplant. This is yeah, two and a half million views. Go fast forward past me though. Go to go to where Zach and Karen are on stage. Um, I come in, I just take can over. we show Sorry. one where I do well? I'm just, no. I'm just saying. And, uh, fucking Lauren, make sure you do it on the Why don't we show mine in scope of battle? Holy shit. I feel like I'm never going to be able to get a boner because I'm standing next to you. <laughs> How did he it's like a battle between the stripper and the bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> They look like they could be on an island in a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Lewis, <laughs> <laughs> what happened? That joke did it. Good. I think we get the gist. Karen, how do you feel about your competition right here, Zach? Right, fast forward a little bit, Lauren. Zach, go to your first at the first. Yo, know, you got nothing to be nervous about, Karen. Two million people are going to see this. Tits 
actually, that's what I like. When she does that um, shit, when she dances, it's like I like her. It's true. <laughs> like you're shaking your ass, Rich. Not in a like sexual way. The guy with the highest T cell count on the AIDS floor. Yeah, I don't like the joke part so much, but I when you uh, when you yeah. dance you open like your that, mouth that was really good. It ends that. It ends good. Later, you can give it to me. Oh. Okay. First, uh, every time I'm on this show, we watch fucking roast videos. First of all, I don't like his body. I don't like his bouncing, fucking his like his arrogance. I wish that tie was hanging from a rafter. I don't, I don't like the tie would his, rip, dude. Know, yeah, a rafter would come down. Guys, Karen Feehan is a real pro. A lot of comics get butterflies in their stomach before they go on stage, but not Karen, because all of her butterflies have drowned in black guys' cum. <laughs> all right, you can kill it. So, yeah, she got fucking, he got slaughtered in the, uh, in the battle. That's his idea of dressing up. Yeah. yeah. He just looks like he just worked a shift at a restaurant. Yeah. At a yeah. restaurant, at a, at a fucking, I can't think of anything. Like a magic like somewhere shop. funny. <laughs> <laughs> Nice battle. 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 That's so, what it is. It's her stage persona. Yeah. Like, her well, persona. she here's the thing. Like you in the first battle against Zach, um, he he was the underdog. When you just look How at them on the, the because he's a big fat ugly guy and you're a little hot chick, right? So he's an underdog. The audience is rooting for him, but now I, I don't. What do you mean he's an underdog? He ends up being the underdog. But wait, are you no. saying hot as a comic or as... No, no, no. You just kind of mean physically. You just mean in life he's kind of the underdog. I'm saying that... The, the, yeah. And it's one of the reasons why this battle went viral. The narrative is this big, yes. fat, nerdy guy right. is battling this hot, fucking cool chick... And nah. when I say it's it's an underdog in life, like that's a story about like, and that's it's titled mm. nerdy nerdy comedian destroys hot comedian. No, you know uh, yeah, no, of course. Right. So, right. so the, but now it. it's switched though because now you got killed so bad in that last one. I feel like people are perceiving you as being the underdog now, going at Zach, who's this dude who's supposed to fucking kill you. You're going against him again. Yeah, yeah. in the first. Now, round here's of the why. Battle. Here's why I'm worried about you, Karen. Okay. Yeah. Let's say you were a boxer. Right. And and you got knocked out, and then you were fighting that guy again. And then Lewis was like, "Let's look at some of the tape." And you were like, "No, this is so torturous for <laughs> you me." Don't think I watched that I'd be like, "I don't think that guy Dave. should fight him again." Yeah, but no, he's... so what are you gonna do to take don't, Zach Amico out this don't time? Don't get in my head already. See, it's do you like, understand why I'm betting no, on Zach Amico now? He does that to me all the time, though. He like, you psych me out. You make Wait, me nervous. Wait, when did? Hold on. When did I psych you out? Before the battle with Caitlyn. And what happened? I won. I rest my case. Ah! But wait a second. How could he of anybody do psych you out? He just does. It's, it's, I get so he, nervous. I hate but it. he is—he's like a zero zero. But I'm in love. You with know him. what? I, mean? I know. I mean, I like—I I really do like him. <laughs> But Rich, remember that one bit you like? No, listen. Yes. She, Karen, uh, Karen respects me. Okay. What may what may seem like a zero point zero to a legend like yourself. Okay. You're not actually measuring what a, my no, Fox I, News poll. Listen, no, I think I think you're good on red eye when I can't sleep. Uh, <laughs> he puts it on to lull himself to sleep. Uh, do you think maybe next time? And this is none of my business. That roast battle can maybe keep the judging down to three or four. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. Or maybe just an odd number. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, six was so many. Seven. I mean, seven 
because Yamika's too. So Yamika, oh yeah, you just took a syllable out of her name. Because I don't have time. I got a spot. I got to rush through this. And I like her. Don't get me wrong. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. You had the line of the night that night when she said, "Oh, I can't talk because I ate an edible," and you said, "Oh, you said what was it? A meatloaf?" It's the funniest thing. I I fell out of my chair. No, I don't know. I mean, it's it's so it's so fun and mean. I. Yeah. It's, it's just you love the you love the shows. You come and you judge them almost every I'll, time. Now. I'll judge every week if I could if yeah. I'm in town because th- that's what I like to do. That's uh, that's us hanging out. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, it's we also did, like everyone's working on their act. It's nice to kind of step aside yeah. and just. It's like Mike Vecchione described it best. It is. It's just. Uh, it's like an exercise in writing. You know, you get to really just kind of sharpen those skills, and, and you know, it's very bulbous. He's very New York. I know L.A. started it, but it has so, a New York vibe to it. Okay, L.A. started. You know, enough with. Look, when I do comedy 101, see, here's the problem with comedy 101 and roast battles. Comedy 101, <sighs> you can hit a buzzer and stop them right in the middle. So it's hard when you're doing roast battles to. Your mindset is. Let's trash these motherfuckers right from the beginning. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you got to let them, you know, uh, fucking establish who they are. Get some jokes out before, you know, you can tack them before they go on. But you got to let them get some stuff out. But on 101, it's boom, boom, boom. Yeah. You know, and what? And I, I read some stuff and it, I'm, I'm sure yeah, Tony Hinchcliffe was pissed. Said, yeah. Well, guess what? Yeah. You know what? We were doing that fucking show at the comic strip. At the comic strip yeah. When I auditioned six, at the six years ago, longer than that. Seven. When I when I auditioned, it was probably eight or nine years yeah. ago. Patrice was one of the judges. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know his show, and I don't know him. I just saw him on a clip saying that. First of all, Ron would never steal anything. Yeah, Ron, Ron is one of the most original voices nice. in comedy. One of the coolest guys. So so comedy positive yes. as well. Supports yes. everybody yeah. in comedy. So I'm right. not. I'm not. I don't know this guy. All I did was see the clip or listen to him on Rogan, and that's been done. Fucking. So what was he complaining about? He was that, saying that, that uh, you guys took his idea. Yeah, you can you can play you can probably find that clip of him uh, talking yeah. about it on Rogan. I, I, Tony yeah. Hinchcliffe was on Rogan's show with Brian Redband, and I and I've done both Comedy 101 and yeah, I we've did had, Kill and Tony. Both those guys have been on Legion. Of yeah, Spain. and I've yeah, done Kill know. Tony as well, yeah. and, they're, and they're both great shows. It literally is just two guys came up with similar ideas, and like I said, if anyone's going to complain, the comic strip can go. What, are you, what the fuck are you talking about? It was the exact same format, and it was a web show. They taped it for the web yeah. back in the day, and you do your audition, and then the comedy judges will tear you a new one. And we turn them to a new one yeah. as, sometimes as they were going it's along. It's American Idol. It's, it's, it's last comic, comic standing. standing. It's, it's every... Yeah. Yes. You're just taking that and put it into a club. I think Tony... Look, uh, I think at the end of the day, it's something that's a very popular podcast in that format. So I think he was just kind of like, hey, I'm doing this. And he was, it rubbed him the wrong way that somebody else was doing something similar. But I know wow. for a fact, I was there for the first Comedy 101. Yeah. Nobody ripped anybody off. It just yeah. can't, it came You just can't really, no matter what you are, even if someone did something, like he, someone always did an yes. idea like this before that and before that. No one owns the idea of doing a yes. show like it's that. Like, and it's also the voices of the comedians that kind of, you know, you take whatever format, it's it's Ron's funny that makes it Comedy 101. It's a very different show than Kill Tony. And Kill Tony's an amazing fucking show. It, dude, you would do it and you would have a fucking oh, I would love to do it. blast. Yeah. It's There's, such a great show. Me and Bonnie, uh, our podcast, you know, we're a husband and wife and we told Tom Segarra and his wife to cease and assist. Is that it? Cease and cease and desist. Cease and desist. <laughs> uh, the husband and wife thing. Even though they did it before us, 
We can do that. We told them. We said, listen. On our podcast, we told them. We said, listen. I don't care what you're doing. I'm sure it's real nice homemaking stuff, but we're having real fights here. Stop. And then I we challenged them to a tennis match. Okay. Now, now it was real funny. But the thing is, they don't own a husband. They were first. They don't own a husband and wife podcast. We do one. Jenna Elfman or whatever does one with her husband. So everything has been fucking done. Exactly. Right. But like what Lewis is saying, it's about how, how who the people are and how good the thing is. Yes. I mean, if you look at like Tough Crowd, that was a great show because of who the comics were. There's yes. been a lot of shows where they've had a format of people sitting around well, well, bullshitting. By the way, this is, comics comics this is Tough yeah, Crowd. What are you talking? This is the same thing. Yes. We're on camera, a bunch of comics talking yeah. about social issues and politics. It's, you know, that format. No, this isn't Tough Crowd. Yeah, I can but, understand the host. No, and, no, they, 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 <laughs> <laughs> before I go, Tough Crowd, like people say, well, Bill Maher was for, but Tough Crowd opened up the door for comics to go on TV <coughs> and trash each other in the middle of uh, uh, politics and pop culture, right? In the middle of it, we would just start smashing each it other. It was such a... Like, it, was, it was almost a roast and a pop culture show together. To compare it to Bill Maher's thing, it was like Bill Maher was such a Hollywood version of that. Like, Bill Maher was like celebrities, like, pretending this is what a green room yeah. conversation would be about. Tough Crowd was like an actual green room conversation. Rich, why, have, like, why hasn't Colin brought that show back? Uh, maybe because there's nowhere to land it. Uh, you can't bring it back unless it's picked up. Nobody would want to pick up. Yeah, you I fucking fuck jerk it. off. I think I understand the goddamn concept, but uh, I mean, yeah, they yeah, wouldn't yeah. want to fucking. Talk to you like you're an asshole. I know, really. No, Pull in the that? fucking bathroom. Jesus. No, I didn't mean it like that. Here. No, you did. No, listen, stupid. Listen. <laughs> fucking asshole. I love Rich so I much. I See, this would have been a good episode. No, what I'm trying to say, middle. Uh, oh. no, I, I mean, uh, in, the, uh, middle, in the middle of what I'm trying to say, I lost my. I didn't mean to call gotcha, you middle. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Colin's moved on. That was ten years ago. Colin has done how many one-man shows that yeah. are all brilliant? You know, yeah. it, it was great in the moment, but it's and so, so many hard. people. I, I well, watched. I watched Keith the Cop pitch yeah. Colin in the literally oh. an elevator pitch in front of me, trying to get him to bring. Uh, was it as uncomfortable as just how, listening to you describe this? It was moment? uncomfortable. I, but trying it, to get him to bring to, uh, con, to Compound Media. By the way, he just says no. I don't think Colin likes doing podcasts. Can I, can I also say, like, just back in with? I remember when I, the two guys I feel like got it the most were Colin about Tough Crowd and a tell about Insomniac. We always be like, when are you going to bring this back? When are you back? And the whole reason those two guys are great comics is because they don't have the mentality of, let me go do the last thing I did again. Also, like, they're trying to do some new shit. That's the yeah. same reason why, how many times have you heard David Tell doing a fucking joke from 10 years ago? Yeah. Why the fuck would he go do his show from 10 years ago? I, like, I, don't, I, I don't You can't recreate history. Of course, I wouldn't see Colin on it, but I could see him, like, producing it and letting, like, younger, you know what I mean? Because it would it, essentially it, it, be, it like, a podcast. I mean, that, but the, the, it's, there's so many of those exist now, I was saying this recently. It's like you look at the view, oh, dude. Just literally shut your eyes. The view is just a podcast. Like if you it's look at the skanks, the view. It's these old bitches sitting around a table having a conversation. Yeah. If you just close your eyes, what is it? It's just a fucking podcast. Yeah, it's it's all kind of like <laughs> all of TV. If you just close your eyes, <laughs> what is this? Shit. More than a podcast <laughs> that you can see. But, it, but if you really think about it, all podcasts are is just a fucking verbal uh, uh, episode of The View. 
because the view was before every fucking podcast. I know. So, and those talks, those, you know, but Bill Marshall was not at all like tough crowd because they would just argue politics and the liberal audience would just, you know, fucking pander to whatever left wing fucking clown was on that show. But Colin's show had a mixture of very, very passionate conservatives and very, very passionate liberals. And they would go at it, and the audience wasn't leaning towards one way. The audience... The audience wanted to laugh. Yeah, and Colin didn't make it about Colin. Yeah. He let it be about his guests. Rich, if you could bring one guy back from the dead, Patrice or Greg Giraldo, go. You get to choose. Oh, God. From the dead? Yeah. Uh, My career. (laughs) 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 I won't say that's, that's creepy. I mean... I was good friends with Patrice. I was way close. I mean, hello, goodbye with Geraldo, friends. But, I mean, I would talk to Patrice on the phone for an hour, two hours some nights. Or, so, Geraldo. So, uh, <laughs> You've got more to learn from Greg. I don't know. I mean. Like, I kind of got everything I got from Patrice. Yeah, that ship sailed. No, you can't I, redo the past, you know, to quote I mean, you. Geraldo was great. He's a great. The best roaster out of all of them. If he, you was by, he was by far. I love him so much, man. Uh, but I just did uh, an article today in some newspaper, and. Every time, Patrice, the first word out of my mouth is Patrice when they're talking about mm-hmm. Patrice, and then I'll go, I'll go Stanhope. You know, when I'm talking about fucking great. great oh, Stanhope is still alive. Actually. No, but I'm oh, talking about great okay. comics. Yeah, no, you're you know, right. And, I, and Patrice, Stanhope, these are guys. You know, Colin, that you leave the fucking show and you'll go. You know about them. You know how mm. they feel. And don't get me wrong. There's great comics that do. Just jokes, and you're going, man, that's a great joke. That was written, that structure is funny. But you leave the show, you go, ah, he was funny. But when you leave a fucking Stanhope or a Patrice show or Colin or DePaulo, you know what I mean, DePaulo, you, you, you know something about them. They're more than like, it's almost more than being a stand up comedian. Those were the guys who, like, something would happen. And you'd almost like you'd want to hear their take on yeah. it. Like you, I remember that was one of the things after Patrice died when these things when they made that that video for whatever reason this just stuck out with me when they made that cat calling video that was about a chick this white chick walking through the hood getting black dudes cat calling her. I was like motherfucker. I would just love to hear Patrice just yeah. nail this right now. He would he would just rip this apart. And it was more than just an ability to write jokes. It was like the fuck you just wanted to hear what that dude's opinion was and, and the be- listen the best was when you can make Patrice laugh so hard, you know, and I've seen comics do it and and and, and you watch him. He he was he he had such a laugh that generated throughout the you know, he, his aggressiveness and his Bulliness and his meanness didn't even come close to his fucking electrifying laugh if he thought something was funny. And, and I've been in rooms where he just fucking fell off the chair laughing at somebody, mm-hmm. and it was electrifying watching that. Everybody goes, well, he was so mean, he was this and that. God, shut up. He was fucking, he, was, he had his own demons. It was a wall. He's going to fucking beat you down like we all are just to fucking hide whatever's fucking destroying us. Do you get what I'm saying? Right. Patrice had his own demons, but... If Not you look Pete. At, Pete doesn't have demons. Yeah. He's got a pretty sweet life. He has life. a fireman that touched him under a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay? So, My dad left on Christmas. <laughs> Anyhow, to go get more toys. He came back. Yay! <laughs> Here's the deal, folks. High five, family. Yeah. Uh, last, you can still do this real quick. I gotta run. You can still get 141 IQ on iTunes. My fourth great CD, 141 on iTunes. But in a week or two When weeks, did you, hold on, when did you release 141 IQ? 
here's the deal with one. You just released this fucking CD. I'm gonna tell you what. And you're releasing another CD right now. Let me explain it real quick, and then I'll get out. 141 IQ was done two years ago. I right. made it two years ago. And I was selling it at clubs. And then I had a deal with Sirius. Sirius was buying it outright for three years, one year exclusive. Now the deal, it took seven months to put the deal together. So that's two years in with the CD already out. Or a year and a half with the CD out. Sirius, now maybe a year with the CD out. Then the deal with Sirius... The exclusive deal was up in July. So I said, well, let me put it on iTunes for people that didn't get it. So uh, it was out. It's been out for, they had it for a year. It's been out for two years. So that two years, why it was going through. The amount of time you're taking to explain this, another CD just dropped for Richard. No, 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 it's it's hard to explain. The The two years it took for me to put it out through Sirius and have them have it for, I was working on my next CD. Yeah. Which... Is ready and it's being it's it's already done. I'm just waiting for the copies and to get it on Sirius and iTunes. This was a delay. This was just the 141 IQ was just for people that don't have. I Sirius. just remember a couple months ago debuting yes. in the top five on iTunes. No, to number one. So I'm still I, the top. I, there was five. nothing. Yes, top five was pretty accurate. Rich. Okay, and the one before. Said top hundred. To top two hundred iTunes. Listen, <laughs> and the one before still empty inside was number one. Okay, this one's going to be number one. I'm going to have three number one. CDs on iTunes. You know why? Because I work hard. I work hard. Right. Hillary, you have two minutes to rebuttal. <laughs> Did she not seem like every girlfriend that said, okay, I'm keeping the dog. Get out. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I know it's your house, but you're going to have to move. She seemed like every girlfriend that's done that to me. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Rich hey, Voss, guys. The, yeah, thank Rich, you for having me. Rich, Rich Voss. Thank you. CD number five. It's called Rich Voss, Roman numeral five. Week, two weeks. I'm out. Killer, man. (laughs) All right, do you guys want to do these plugs now? Later, buddy. Later, Voss. All right, let's uh, let's get these plugs out of the way. YKWD podcast. Rich Voss. Always happy to have him here, guys. Uh, DraftKings, guys. DraftKings at DraftKings.com. You don't need to come in first place to cash in. The player who finished 800th in week one's biggest fantasy football contest took home hundreds of bucks. This weekend, DraftKings is hosting another huge fantasy contest with only with over $1 million in total prizes up for grabs. DraftKings is the destination for one-week fantasy football. One-week fantasy means no season-long commitments. Play whenever you want with the players you want. Just pick one contest, draft your team, and follow the action live. Renew old rivalries with friends, family, and coworkers to find out who the superior GM really is. Whatever your level of fantasy expertise, DraftKings has something for everyone. Now, don't wait. Go to DraftKings.com now and Choose your players for this weekend's contest. Enter promo code Kelly and play for free with your first deposit. That's promo code Kelly to play for free for your share of over $1 million in total prizes this weekend. Only at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com. Eligibility restrictions may apply. See website for details. little fucking fantasy football action. And let's get this. Casper mattresses, guys. I don't know if you guys heard of this. By the way, that read was shorter than Rich's last story. (laughs) 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 Made less money. (laughs) (laughs) Go to richvoss.com and use a promo code to wrap it up for a dollar off his CD. 
Uh, Casper is a sleep brand that created. <clears throat> Casper is a sleep brand that created one perfect mattress sold directly to consumers, eliminating commission-driven inflated prices. Its award-winning sleep surface was developed in-house, has a sleek design, and is delivered in a small. How do they do that size box? In addition to the mattress, Casper also offers an adaptive pillow and soft, breathable sheets. The mattress industry has forced cus- uh, consumers into paying notoriously high markups. Casper is revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing the savings directly to the consumer. An in-house team of engineers spent thousands of hours developing the Casper. It combines springy latex and supportive memory foams for a sleepy surface that that's got just the right sink and just the right bounce. Plus, its breathable design sleeps cool to help you regulate your temperature throughout the night. Mattresses can cost well over $1,500, but Casper mattress costs only $500 for a twin-size mattress, $600 for a twin XL, $750 for a full, $850 for a queen, and $950 for a king. That's like half the price of a mattress. It's crazy. What? Buying a Casper mattress... (laughs) It's completely risk-free. Casper offers free delivery and free returns with 100-night home trial. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. Casper understands the importance of truly sleeping on a mattress before you commit, especially considering you're going to be spending a third of your life on it. Is that how long we keep mattresses? I think so. A third of our life we're supposed to keep a mattress? A third of your life you sleep. Oh, I get it. Yeah. There we go. I thought you'd wow. buy one mattress for 30 years. <laughs> what? Like, really? What garbage you are. That's where your mind went. Is that? Yeah, that sounds about right. I guess I'm throwing it in life. My last mattress was about 33 years. So. I guess I'm this way, but. I, like, I got another 20 years of my mattress. This is not sweet. Uh, the Casper is an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. It combines springy latex and supportive memory foams to create award-winning sleep surface with just the right sink and just uh, just the right bounce. I'm reading this all again, guys. I know this is not right. Oh, yeah, no I was like, way. are you, you know, starting over? <laughs> no, no, no. This, they, told the me, they told me that I have to read every single part of it. Bobby this. likes to read the whole thing. Okay, all right, I'm going to do it. Just are you just trying to guys. make Voss's story sound shorter? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Time Magazine named it one of the best inventions of 2015, an award-winning mattress that won't disappoint. Free shipping and returns to U.S. and Canada. Try Casper for 100 nights risk-free in your home. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. Made in America. And, uh, uh, let's see. Please note that this offer is only applicable to the purchase of the mattress. Okay, yeah. Get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash dude and using, uh, and using the code dude. Okay, that's it. Okay, thank you. That was terrible. If All you right. bought a mattress at the start of this, you already need a new one. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I, a, that's a lot. I'm going to be honest with you guys. You guys should have come up with a better system. That's not us. That's not us. It's them. It's, I mean, it's it sounds like an awesome mattress. Let's it does actually that. sound. By the way, I, you're, you we're I supposed to say that. Do you have one? Mm-hmm. Did you get it because of Bobby? No. You got it before. I got it before. Chris yeah, Scopo yeah. joins the show, everyone. Yay. Chris Scopo. All that ass. Why, why, how'd you hear <laughs> yes, about a Casper yes, mattress yes, and why'd yes. you buy it? I just heard about it and I was like, uh, I needed a new mattress for my apartment when I moved in. And was, what size yeah. do you have? I have a queen. Yeah. I don't know. Any, dude, have you slept on a fucking twin mattress? You have a full size, right? It's a queen. That's not a queen. How do you guys know? Are you I'm fucking crazy? Wait, are we, wait uh, you, did you get angry at him for pointing out that you guys are fucking and then you went, so you have a full yeah. mattress, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, how, do you, how do you share that with another person and why do you always wake up before seven? Right there, I was like, I'm off the hook, right? Why do you yeah. fucking <laughs> snore with your eyes open? <laughs> also, uh, okay, so let's just keep the podcast moving. Karen, are you fucking anybody else? Cause, <laughs> circle yes uh, or no. <laughs> Oh, shit. Yes. Uh, um, no, 
it's it's only a full feels full size when you're in it because you're so big. When I'm there, it feels very big. No, no, no. That's a that you think that's a queen size mattress? Yes. You're out of your fucking skull. You have a little shitty. Yeah, but she's. I mean, Karen's a much smaller person than you. Yeah. She but just literally proportionately to like what it size. Like I'm fucking like uh, almost six three. If I'm on a oh. fucking mattress like that, I'm like fucking hanging off the ends of it. But if I was teeny, I'd be all like. Yeah, but Dave, you need just a really long mattress. You don't need a wide mattress. <laughs> no, you fucking retard. I have arms. Okay, it doesn't matter how fat. Well, how do you, you are. sleep out? You sleep like, like a fucking. <laughs> you need like room. Jesus. You're making for your a snow shit. angel. <laughs> If you, if I was tiny, I wouldn't need a big fucking mattress. Whether you're skinny or not, if you, you could be seven five and fucking a hundred pounds. You're still gonna need a it, huge that, bed. Uh, uh, can I tell you, Dave? Because I've been fat and I've been in shape. It's a big difference been, when uh, you're wider. The first one's like ninety percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I just I've, think that Dave's argument is like, yeah, what's the wingspan on this yeah, mattress? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's got the wingspan of a bald eagle. Yeah. <laughs> Dave just sleeps with chicks, like multiple chicks under each arm. That's yeah. why it's spread out. Yeah. Dave. Yeah, um, I'll give him a go with Karen's answer. Dave? That's pretty cool. Yeah. No, but I can't. I mean, sleeping on a small bed with another person is just a fucking I hate, nightmare. You know what I hate? Nightmare. I hate when a girl uh, tries to snuggle with me. Ugh. Oh God! Well, this is a. Uh, uh, wait yeah, a Should we leave? She's a, what do you yeah. mean I'm a liar? <laughs> are you kidding? When I'm sleeping? What are you yes. talking about? All your like, demons you are finally spoon. coming out. You be big spoon. Do you I really say that? No. You say you be big spoon. I'm five foot one. I'm like climbing. No, I, I agree with Lewis. I, agree. Well, I like being cuddled sometimes. Shut it up for a second. Does Lewis say you be big spoon? Oh, dude, that's not true. I've never said the word you be big spoon. Dude, I hate. No, I say. He got mad at man. Hold on. I say snuggle with my butt. <laughs> I, I sometimes have sex to get to the snuggling. Like I, I love it so much. You really do. You muscle yeah, through I the fucking. I love it. Yeah, yeah, just fucking give it to her real good so she can like, Oh, yeah, this is great. Hurry oh up. No, I, I really do. So like, cute. You know why? I get hot, right? So after, after I'm done, like even if I'm not having sex, like just when I'm going to sleep, I start to get a little bit hot and I want to like... Just push away. Yeah. I hate that no matter where, fucking, uh, no matter what happens, but whenever I wake up for the first time in the middle of the night, I'm always on the fucking edge of the bed, and the chick's, like, right next to me over here with, like, 80% here. And it's always because, like, I started cuddling her here, and then I rolled this far over, and then, like, she followed me and yeah. followed me. It's always you gotta, like, like type like, right over here. here and you gotta, like, All right, jeez, what are we doing? Pop back like, over there. Yeah, and then you have the, it's, yeah. No, I mean, Emily and I, we we had auditions today, and I had a shoot, and then we went back to my apartment, and, like, she just, like, snuggled up against me, and her the warmth of her body just put me out. Yeah. So I, I fell asleep until, like, 7.30 p.m. because I was snuggled. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. sleeped so, so much worse. worse. No, I hate it. I hate it. Dude, you fall asleep. Oh. Just, just dreaming? Like, just having a dream yeah. of your face pressed against the window on Christmas morning? <laughs> looking for your dad? Watching dad leave? <laughs> you staring at footprints? <laughs> when there was one f- set of footprints in the snow, it was mom, because you left. <laughs> <laughs> running, running after your dad's car. Uh, you piece of shit. Just, but what about when there was only one set of footprints pop? How the fuck would I know, kid? Quit bugging me. <laughs> well, I don't know. Figure it out, faggot. Yeah, no, I, I, I can't do it. I'm not a snuggler. So, Lauren, you don't like snuggling either. No, no yeah. I, I had a guy recently try and snuggle me. It was too big and it's like suffocating. And Lauren, that's rape. To get the fuck off of you. <laughs> snuggle it's gay, rape. It's gay if a guy tries to go in your nook. 
nook. I stopped sleeping with right. one guy oh. because he tried to cuddle up in my nook. And what? I'm too little. I know. I don't even have a nook to spare. What? <laughs> yeah, like, what could you even fit in there? Yeah, like, I just remember I never went to sleep either. I was just staring at him. I'm like, <laughs> I'm never going to see this no, guy No, he again. threw his leg over me, and I'm just like, dude, dude I can't handle it's too, all this body. It gets body. too hot. Yeah. I get too hot. I'm like, I got to get away. Yeah, and then I can't sleep, and then I just get the fuck out of there. I also, I'm not even against, like, like snuggling for a little bit. I'm just saying to sleep like that. No, Right. Issue for me. We can yeah. watch a movie having and fucking sex cuddle. And cuddling and then sleeping. Yes. Two different yes. things. Yes. I think there should be like a transition. It should right. go from like, fucking, cuddle for a little bit. I'm fine with that. That was but great. Then it's like, Thank let's you no, very no, no, much. No, no, no. I let's go the opposite. Sleep. I go cuddle, no. then sneak my finger inside of her while she's cuddling. <laughs> then we fuck, then get away. That's because your story started with a girl saying, I'm definitely not going to fuck you, okay? Let's just cuddle, baby. But like, cuddling watching a movie or something like that like that's fucking no I can't great. fall asleep without a dick inside me can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Samanex <laughs> she also can't wake up without a dick inside yeah. like, it, puts her, it puts her out and then brings her back to life uh, <laughs> Ooh, coffee <laughs> <laughs> good morning do you uh, Fenoy you're married I don't. Right. I, I'm here though. Five nights What's a week. What's going on with that? Is that? Are you? You? I, I don't know. I don't really ever talk to you about your like wife and shit. That We've has been, to be ending at one n- point, right? Not. And I don't. I, <laughs> it won't. It just won't. It's like a, it's, statistically, it will. It's like she's in Seinfeld. It's just I don't know what's repeat or what. It's just kind of. always like the Bronx. The nice you can't leave. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. No, so we have five nights a week. I'm here. Yeah, I but go, I used to live I with Jay. Home. That guy cuddles. I go problem. Too much. I know. I have to fucking audibly cuddle with their. Fucking guest cuddling that they do fucking every yeah. night. They bring something like Mike, new. Mike just has to make small talk with whoever's there to bang Jay and Christine. <laughs> I just have one pillow over my head to shake it. So you're in school? That, cool. Cr- I'm like, so do you like stuff? <laughs> I just imagine that uh, Christine uh, snores with her laugh. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so many people moved out of my building because of Christine's snoring. <laughs> no, dude, it's, uh, yeah, we're still, hey, we're still so going great, strong. <laughs> <laughs> Jay does no wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him one day. <laughs> It'll all be mine. <laughs> Sleep with one eye open, Carla. <laughs> your wife must feel feel pretty secure that if you ever did even bring a girl home to your apartment, that Christine and Jay would fuck her. Yeah, seriously, it's, <laughs> it's like bringing a hijacker. It's like bringing a fly to a spider web. They're gonna get him first. No, my wife and I five three years now of living separately, hanging out a day a week. And it's amazing. And we're still going. Every now and then we're like, should we end it? And and we're like, no, let's just keep it up. It's going all right. And she actually. Are you still in love and love? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, totally. Yeah, dude, I, he's got a really healthy weekend marriage. What's wrong with that? It's fucking great. No, like, I love it. That's about better I than any relationship it. I've ever. You know how many people? I, know with you? I bet like, the sex is probably great. Phenomenal. Yeah, you know, you guys aren't getting annoyed with each other because you just spend so little time You're with each other. You're getting annoyed with each other. <laughs> <laughs> I see her. Uh, yeah, I, I've got it down to like I'm working every day on the show, and then I'm doing spots at night, and then Friday night, late, late, I drive home. Yeah, we hang out Saturday. And half a Sunday, and I come back to the city and do it all again the next week. Can I tell you, I'm giving you shit. That sounds like the ideal relationship yeah. to me. It's amazing. It literally sounds like the it really is great. You don't have to get in her tiny fucking bed all the time while she's trying to call if her I queen could, size, dude. If I could literally <laughs> get down on one knee to a woman and go, "Baby, I love you, and I want to marry you." 
Now hear me out. I'm going to live with Big J. But <laughs> but we can totally make a run of this thing on the weekend. You know what's kind of funny, uh, too, is she was like, you know what? If it was guys I didn't know, it's no big deal. But since it's J, it's totally cool. J is and worse than like, anyone well, you don't know. That's what's hilarious okay? about you it. Was like, it could have been like Joe List and fucking, you know, like yeah. anybody. But it, it turned out she's like, oh, I know J. I love J. Like... They, they like each other a ton. Like, they want her to hang out more because it'd be fun to do shit, but yeah. she's busy doing her thing. Dude, they're trying to fuck We're her having wife. a great... I know. They're trying yeah. to fuck your wife. That's why. <laughs> how do you, how do you <laughs> think I never invite her down <laughs> here? Don't she's like, maybe the four of us... I'm like, don't ever say that again. No, that's... They're trying to get fun. in on your weekend National Guard marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Did I win the gift card? <laughs> you should. I think you just named the episode, too. <laughs> Yo, um... <laughs> I got to rock and roll, but... Okay. Before go I go, if it's cool, could I? Uh, I'm going to be uh, recording yes. an album, and yeah. I wanted to talk about it because I'm doing something a little bit different. I'm going to be doing November 11th and 12th. I'm recording an album at Vermont Comedy Club in Burlington. And when you say you're doing something different, what do you mean? Well, so what we're doing is no I'm comedy. Using, yeah, it's just <laughs> no laughs throughout the whole. Um, I'm using all local Burlington, Vermont elements to make the album. So I hired. I don't know if you can bring up. Like MikeFanoia.com, I have a picture. An artist, Bruno Tracy from Burlington, made the poster art, and he's doing the album artwork. I'm using Tank Studios from Burlington for the recording, the mixing, the editing, like the pressing. We're donating $2 from every ticket sold to the Waterwheel Foundation, which is a Burlington, Vermont charity that gives, like, uh, Money to like local charities to help raise, you know, for kids. And if you scroll, I heard that's up, a Ponzi scheme, though. Yeah. Uh, if you go back to home mm-hmm. and then scroll, that's the poster the kid made for the. Look how fucking cool that is. It's nice. a syrup bottle hiking around Burlington. Uh, my silhouette is up in the moon up there. Yeah, you uh, really are a fucking pothead. Yeah, <laughs> it's a mushroom uh, thing. But uh, and then on on uh, November 11th is Veterans Day, so we're doing a free show for all the veterans in Burlington so everybody can come and, and like enjoy the show for free but what I wanted to do was utilize all the local talent in Burlington and try to so then when people come not only are they going to a show but they'll be able to they're giving back to like local community 14th Star Brewery is uh, sponsoring it as well uh, it's going to be pretty much all local openers and shit like that we're going to use a local pressing for the albums I just think it's kind of cool to why not just utilize all the resources in that city Nate and Natalie Hartswick are the owners of the club. It's a fucking beautiful club. And uh, it's a lot of great people up there. And I think it's kind of neat to, like, you know, why not utilize people that, you know, know the area and give back to the you know. fucking community. This you know? album is so Vermont, it's vegan. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like it's all local stuff. A lot of turkey bacon, a lot of fucking... Um, well, I've, I've actually been to Burlington, Vermont. It's a really fucking beautiful area. It's a cool town. Real, I went there right before I had my son with my ex. And we uh, just did like a winter vacation in Burlington, it's Vermont. It's fucking great, right? Rented like, um, you know, what do they call them? Um, like, a, like, a bed and bre- like a bed and breakfast type thing. Yep. And just fucking awesome. Just like really like just what a cool concept a bed and breakfast is. I don't know if you've ever done it. It's like you go, you show up at like this like old timey fucking mansion type place. <laughs> I stayed in a- <laughs> What? <laughs> what? There's a bed. <laughs> there's a bed. They serve and you sleep. breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> if One you get oxygen in this bitch, you got a party. <laughs> oh, I can't say I literally can't stand Dave Smith. I don't know why I asked him to be on this show. I should have fucking went He was your Lynch. first choice. I know. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, all right, Mike oh. Fanoy, guys, make sure Thank if you're you in the Burlington, much. Vermont area, yeah. check out Thank his show. So and much, also guys. buy his album when it's available. I'm sure he'll be back on YKWD to promote that. Uh, thank you, Mike. Thank you, guys. Have a good Thank night, you. brother.
Um, thank you very much. Peace. So I wanted to uh, I want to talk about a couple more things. We have any chat comments right now? Uh, yeah. Deepu? Yeah. Um, Real Big Dummy says, uh, you know what show we should bring back? Opie Radio. Opie Radio. Got yeah. canceled yesterday, apparently. Was it officially canceled? It's not officially canceled. I just read something about it. No. Uh, Opie yes. Radio on, on Sirius got canceled? Like he's done? It no, it didn't get canceled. That's he, not he right. He tweeted out saying he's no longer doing morning, morning radio, and I know he tweeted out that Jim and Sam are doing a show together, and I've heard rumblings about that for a while as well, and it looks like that's going to be the case. I think I, Opie's going to stick around you know, and do his own show in the afternoon. That's what I've heard. I, I couldn't imagine... That uh, that Opie won't be doing a radio show for yeah. Sirius uh, going yeah. up for the next few years. Opie's, I mean, uh, people uh, on Reddit like to give different people in this game like a lot of shit or, or talk about who who's doing good or bad. But Opie's one of the biggest people at Sirius Radio. Yeah, you go there, it's like this fucking huge in building. The history of it's Sirius. a multi-million-dollar yeah. company. He is one of the biggest personalities they have. They are, he's making a shit ton of money. For yeah. all the people who think Opie's not doing well, <laughs> he's fucking killing it, and uh, I, I just couldn't possibly imagine he wouldn't be a part of that. We'll team. We'll see. I mean, yeah, we'll, who knows? We'll see what happens. I don't know. Um, I know the fans are fucking. But yeah, talk about Opie. I don't. I, I'm just not. I'm not really into gossiping about. Well, here's other a, no. I don't even want to, it's like a thing where it's too, weird. I, look, I'm with you. I'm not trying to gossip about other dudes too. But there's been a thing even from, from when like we first we, we when we first went to the Kumia Network when Skanks went over there and that was like when they were really feuding. It was really like the week we signed was the week he did that tell all episode yeah. and was like shitting on Opie and people were like oh t-, and it's like it's like okay so what exactly do you want me to say about Opie? Here's my take. Him and Ant created one of the greatest radio shows of all time. Yeah, I don't. I know respect the, the shit out of him. I don't, I don't know. Never the guy met too Opie. Well. I know Ant very well. He's a good friend. Never met Opie. Respect the shit out of him for creating that show. That's the gossip I've yeah. got. Well, they want they want you to shit on Opie, Anthony, Jim, whoever. It, it, it's a it's a cheap trick. I watch people doing that all the time. I watch people like, you know, I don't want to name names. Esther Koo. They go on Reddit, <laughs> and then they, they feed the people on Reddit and the things they want them to say. You used to do that shit, though. You used to go on Reddit a lot. No, I go on Reddit to this day, but I don't feed them. I don't. I, I could literally go on a show right now and be like, dude, fucking Opie's got tits, and uh, he fucking doesn't know how to do radio, and fucking Jim's a cuck, and then there'd be a, a post tomorrow on the Opie and Anthony subreddit about how I'm the fucking man, and I'm telling like it is. Amy Schumer's a fucking pig. Oink, 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 oink. Literally, I mean that one. That, was, that had nothing to do with what I was saying. <laughs> No, but like literally, that's what they want you to do, and I'm just—I don't know—I'm just not into fucking being that guy because I don't give a shit. I'm not like a fanboy of other people's shows. I don't listen. I don't listen to other people's shows. I listen to my own shows. You're creating. You're not consuming. Better. Exactly. All fucking day, Pete Lee. Boom, Thank you very boom, much. Boom. Uh, Karen Feehan has a new show, new podcast with Micah Fox. Yeah, I do. On the Gas Digital Network. Yeah. Uh, shame on. Yeah. And what what's the concept, Karen? We just shame on different people. We shame uh, we shamed moms this week. We shamed nerds. Um, next week we're going to shame poor people. It's just like different <laughs> groups. We just kind of sit there and shit on them. So we have. See, here's the thing. That's what I like about the show. In today's culture, we it's a very anti shame thing. You're not supposed to shame. PC. You're not supposed to fat shame. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's I two mean, things. What are you doing that? There's uh, that. There's two things that are um, like. Uh, I don't know how to say, but like, kind of like beliefs or, or things you're not supposed to do that are to prevalent, move. that are completely anti-comedy to me. And one of them is the idea that you're uh, not supposed to shame certain 
you know, groups. You're not supposed to punch down. And that's right. And the idea yeah. that, that, right, that there's supposed to be this and everybody, would, everyone can, if you wanted to break it down, everyone can give you the perspective as to why they're less fortunate than others. So literally making fun of anybody in the world is technically punching down, but, uh, but depending on the perspective. That is absolutely, it is this, uh, um, this mix of like activism trying to force itself on comedy where what funny has been about has never like punching up or down has nothing to do yeah. with comedy from the beginning of like like Shakespeare would always make his comedies were always related to tragedy it wasn't punching up it was like some fucking horrible shit happened to some poor fucking sucker and there's comedy in that like I don't know yeah. so I do like that your your podcast really is is with it's like in the same direction as the instinct of funny. Yeah. To fucking right. shame everybody. That, that's, right. exactly. Yeah. that's exactly it. We, we shit on ourselves, too. Like, we're both messes. We're both, like, we're going to do, like, a slut shaming episode. But, like, I'm a huge slut, so it's going to be know. fun. Yeah. Lewis cries about it all the time. Don't I know it. Snuggle with my butt, you whore. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like, it's weird that we're not supposed to shame people, but we everybody hates people that are shameless. Yeah. yeah. That's like, funny. we all Good hate point. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also, you know what I never got about the anti-slut shaming thing was that they'd go like a, I feel I get the complaint I mean it seems like a high school complaint but I get the complaint of like oh a guy gets his dick sucked and he's the man but a girl sucks dick and she's a whore you know being against that double standard or whatever but why would the instant air answer be we shouldn't shame the slut like maybe yeah. we should shame both no, of them. Exactly. maybe but, we should shame them half as much well, maybe we should just like meet the shame here why would the answer be like so there should just be zero shame well we have we have like a culture where we're giving everybody a trophy and everybody's special and everybody's it's like no 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 you should have a certain amount of shame for certain things like I've had sex with strangers in bathrooms at clubs right I should be ashamed of It was of a week fact. ago you told me not they to tell Karen. They should be ashamed of that. <laughs> That's also true. No, but I... Karen, you, give it one more shot. I should be ashamed <laughs> shut of up, that. Shut up, But you get what I'm saying? Like, like there, there should be a certain amount of shame for that. If I'm just fucking shoving candy bars into my face every single day, I should be ashamed of that behavior. That's an embarrassing behavior. He was yeah. eating donuts on the way here, and I grabbed the package and threw them on the ground. Yeah. For wait, you. wait, wait. He went and picked them up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and ate them. You ate them? You ate them? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Were you should be ashamed of yourself. Them. That's why I wasn't Next on, shame on Louis J. Gomez. <laughs> um, no, I, first of all, I didn't eat the donuts that touched the ground. I ate the donuts that didn't touch the ground. They all touched the ground. Did you do five second rule? And it was, it was a cheat day. <laughs> it was sitting on the cylinder. Right? Isn't that a Seinfeld? Um... Uh, no, first of all, go fuck yourself. Um, but I look, I, I agree with you, and I think that the show. I really no, the point you were making is show. you should be ashamed of that. Yeah, I should yeah. be ashamed of that. I really should be. You know, and we for some reason we're like, no, 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 that's okay. You're allowed to shove donuts into your face, even though you have a fucking food addiction. No, no, no. I should be ashamed of that. And it all came from you being on that Whitney Way Thor show yeah. where you were the fat shaming comedian. Thank you. Um, and this kind of where you guys birthed the idea of the show, which I love. And you and Mike are hilarious together. You're legitimately like little cunts, yeah. which I. I love and I think people it's a it's a breath of fresh air whereas I think a lot of female comedians today are just like everyone's friends we're all supportive of each other and it's like that's just not what the way most female comedians are um, you know talking and acting when you guys you had your, your mom's episode what did you guys shame about moms just how they're like um, annoying and they like oh they like work out with their babies and they like use them as weights we like showed a clip and I'm like the only way I would watch that is if the title was watch me drop this baby or whatever it's just like dumb just like we called my mom and Micah just shat on her <laughs> for like a long time because Micah's met my mom Micah's come to my house yeah yeah 
My mom was good. My mom was funny. Yeah, your how mom did was... your mom take it? She was great. She's like, like that's how I was brought up too. Like I was, I always, you shit on people that you love, you know, because you love them and you like find their insecurities and you exploit them and make them better people. I think, <laughs> I don't know. I think that's how life is. I don't know, dude. There is a value <laughs> to like, there's a value to sensitivity and I don't know when like being sensitive is the right thing to do. We've all had moments in our lives where we're like, ah, there's a truth you could tell yeah. someone but you don't want to hurt their feelings. And I, I don't know exactly when you're supposed to, but there's also a value to honesty. Yeah. You know, like there's also a value to like the insensitive kind of truth of the situation. And and, and well, I don't know why where things like, but if you're talking like about Reddit or YouTube, those comments are great. They're they're horrible and they're great because the truth is you want a real. Well, unadulterated, honest view of who you are, right? So go to Reddit and search your name. You'll see how yeah, people fucking view you. You know what I'm saying? Animals. Yeah, yeah, but here's the thing: they are, but are, are they really? It's like no, you're kind of just getting the fucking review. Well, the point I'm, yeah. I'm saying about honesty versus versus sensitivity is, I just think there's different areas in life where you look for one or the other. Like if someone's like a fucking hospice worker yeah. and they're dealing with people who are dying, I don't think you're really looking for like a hilarious, brutally honest person. You know, you want someone who's like sensitive and going to make them feel good. If you're talking about the fucking world of comedy. Our job is not to be sensitive with any of this shit. Agreed. And fuck this like impulse of like uh, of, of these activists who are like, you know, comedy should be a little bit more sensitive. There's a reason why none of that comedy's funny. Because yeah. that's yeah. not what funny is. Like, none of them. Who's the, who's the funny comic who's like that? None yeah. of them. I, I'm with you. There was that, that ladies, <laughs> there's one, there's two like lady comedy groups, but one of them like a, like a girl, like her production company is like the name of this like secret ladies group and she just added all these people to it. And I don't know what I was doing. Somebody tagged me in a comment, so I replied to it, and I was like, oh, I was talking about this kid, Eric I. Do you guys know who he is? He's like... Yeah, I've heard of him, yeah. Right? He's like a drug addict or whatever, and I'm like, oh, whatever. He's going to like do drugs and die soon. And like some people, like like a lot of people actually liked it. And this chick <laughs> that I've never met, I don't know who she is, wrote this like epitaph, like this long letter of like sh waving her finger at me, like, no, 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 you shouldn't do that. What if he dies and all this stuff? And it was just like... What are you talking about? Like, I didn't know where I... I don't know how I got added to this group. I'm like, I thought that these, this was a the funny group. I thought this was cool and fine. Well, that's the thing. You, those, those female, like, feminist power groups, they're just very anti-funny. You know, it's like they're... You know, and you said you had a friend who made a comment in that group where it's yeah. like you can't mix... You can't mix funny and like serious activism because the people that are taking that shit, they're going to take it very seriously and any irony or any sarcasm, they're not going to hear it. They're going to take well, everything very literally. You know what? I think like, um, I, look, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm a very political person. It's very serious. None of it's serious. funny. <laughs> but well, look, I mean, I, I mean, I think the reason why I'm a funny stand up and I can still like kind of insert that is that I did, I kind of did stand up for a while first. And I, it wasn't about, like, I didn't start yeah. stand-up to be an activist or anything like that. So it's kind of like, you do, look, Ted you Alexandro. Came up, you came up underneath some of the funniest people in the world, and you knew, oh, I have to fucking kill. I have to kill every time I get on stage. And forget kill. It's not even a matter of kill, dude. I mean, obviously you have to kill. That's a big part of what being a stand-up comedian is, but it's be funny. It's not about making my point. Now, if going along with my point, I can find something hilariously ridiculous about the other side, then great. But it's not just about making my point. And then the left has this thing where it's like, we'll pretend that's funny because we agree with your point. Yeah. So we'll be like, Ann Coulter's stupid. And we'll go, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, yeah, Ann Coulter. Did you see how hard I laugh? But you're like, you're not really laughing. That's not really funny. You're trying to make a point right now. And this is why Ted Alexandro is amazing. And he can talk about police brutality and be funny with it. Because he did 20 years of just being a funny comedian, yeah. not thinking about activism, then became an activist, and then can go, let me sprinkle some of this shit in here. But when, when chicks try to get up there and lecture you about 
how you're not laughing as hard because she's a girl. Well, one of the things one of the things in this group today that I that I noticed because Karen had it open on her computer. I didn't. Um, so the is the password. Well, I just was on like. By the way, for any of the female for anyone so bad, like where is it? Every one of these ladies inviting other comics. What have the I invited I invited myself. I invited Metzger. I invited Michael Che. That's funny. That's amazing. Before oh, she, you have to be banned from the group now I, because I would be shocked if I one were. of the things this fucking no-name comic, this chick, literally, I've never, heard, I've never even heard her name before, but she posted a screen grab from Gotham, and it was, uh, it was a lineup, and it was all dudes. It was like, yeah, I don't even know who it was, but it was like, you know, fucking Mad Dog and like Chris D and fucking, it was a bunch of dudes who've just been around forever. It happened to be a lineup six or seven dudes and it was just an all dude lineup which is just gonna fucking happen sorry it's just gonna happen there's a lot of dude comics and there's a lot of fucking funny dudes it's a but numbers this, game this no name bitch who I literally I've never heard of what's this girl's name you give me her name right you now you don't have to call her a bitch I'm not gonna say no name bitch she has a short haircut she might kick my ass so she, <laughs> I think I know who it is <laughs> she posts a screenshot of this she goes mm-hmm that was all it was, was mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like oh we see you New York comedy yeah, scene yeah. no girls on this show it's like you are not working it's not gonna be you it's gonna be a hundred fucking other girls it's just like anything else it's anything else in the world like it's like you're not looking at reality objectively when you come into it like looking for one thing you can find it you know what i mean so if you're gonna if you're looking at everything for an example of where there's sex oh there was no latin comics on the show oh my god no puerto rican sorry it's no no comics that had a mother who was on drugs on the show so there are no there are no american indian people on (laughs) snl and I'm boycotting. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. Don't even get me started about SNL right now. This fucking, uh, the Hispanic chick who's getting in trouble for her tweets. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen Senor. Yeah. yeah, dude. She's fucking, and the person who is exposing her is another Hispanic woman who's like an activist chick. And she's fucking bringing her own people down. Here's what's crazy to me, right? Is that it's like, this really is a recent development. It's really, really recent. Like, political correctness hasn't existed for that long, right? You got Like, the civil rights movement happened in a lot of our parents' lifetime. This is a, a new thing. And this... What never it was like an unwritten rule up until like four or five years ago that it was only for white men. Snitches get snitches. No, that has been true for since the twenties. But there, <laughs> the idea that white it would be for white men, and then all of a sudden it would be like ne- then they'd go after Trevor Noah or they'd go after like Michael Che or they'll go. And now it's like the gloves are off. So now it's become this thing that is. By the way, the liberal social justice warrior movement. Whether you this is just a fact. 90 plus percent white. They've got a few minorities who they march out in the front, but these college campuses are white. They're not, fi- this isn't the hood that's out there. And they are now getting famous minorities in trouble yeah. for saying the wrong thing. Isn't it funny? Some middle class white isn't it chick funny where it's is like offended. It's, they're not yeah. even like, they're not, they're talking about like white privilege and then that's just gone completely out the window. Now it's just like any, it's, you know, it's not even for social justice, it's for their own. Their own ego and their own clicks, and it's how many people are viewing their blog or how many people are retweeting their shit. It has nothing to do with any sort of social justice. And your struggle isn't that impressive. No one gives a shit. Here's the fucking truth. This struggle of like, it's harder to get booked at comedy. No one fucking cares. That's not that epic of a struggle. My grandfather fought in World War II. What are you talking about? Like, this isn't a thing. I posted this thing the other day about how, uh, for everyone who shits on Trump, I go, I would never support Hillary because she's pro war. 
And they, they like you found a way to work it in, Dave. I, look, I'm saying, <laughs> but there, I think you'll be interested in this though, because this guy, a comic, uh, uh, Casey uh, Aurora. Aurora, I'll say that he posts on my thing, and I'm just going. I go, look, I don't give a fuck if you say offensive things. If you're for slaughtering people in a third world country, I'm not going to support you. And 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 he posts, he comments to me, and he goes, hey, Dave, well, you know what? A lot of Can minorities. You do it in Indian accent, please. I, I can't. <laughs> but he goes, hey, Dave, 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 you know what, Dave? You know what? Wait, I'm not for Casey you. doesn't sound anything like that. <laughs> You better not say this about my people. Your liberal but, movement is bullshit. But he goes, Dave, uh, I love Hillary Clinton and arranged marriages. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you are speaking three levels above your cast right now. Uh, but no, he made the point to me. He goes, he goes, well, you may not, you know, find some of Trump's rhetoric. You may not care about Trump's offensive rhetoric, but maybe it's because you're a white person. You don't know how scary that is for minorities uh. in this country. You don't have something like that. And he goes, maybe that's just your white privilege. And I go, okay, yeah, it's my white privilege. Isn't it ironic that I'm standing up for people in third world war-torn countries and you're telling me about the feelings of minorities in first world countries? Like, I'm the privileged one here? Really? Yeah. You're, not the, you're not the one who's kind of missing the big picture of who's really fucked over. Like, your struggle of, of it's a little bit tougher in the comedy scene, yeah. it just sucks. Get a better struggle. I just well, don't want to hear white women in general complaining about anything. I'm so sorry. Stop no, fucking no. Him, man. Good. But no, I mean, what well, I, I going to be a subreddit on this, by the way. This. I think we talked about this. What before. fucking, I mean, in what world are do white women have any sort of real struggle? I'm just sorry. We don't. I don't see it. We don't. I, I don't see, I don't see anything but advantages in being, I, like, look, if you're a big, fat, disgusting white woman, that's not even so much your race, it's just being big and fat in this No, I will certainly, by the way, see, if you want to have an honest conversation about that, I think a really unattractive chick is is a lot harder to be yeah. than an unattractive dude and I would talk all day about how I think that's a that's a more difficult thing. We know, thing. Dave. But, <laughs> but I don't think uh I the idea of just saying women like white women in general. No, look, we, if you want to talk about privilege, me and you have, have talked about this before but hot chick privilege yeah. is probably Trump's everything. Hot chicks walk around getting more shit handed to them, more Not people bending over backward. It's like just chicks like if you're a 7, you're set. If you're a female and you're a seven, you're pretty much fucking set for life. If you play your cards, because mm -hmm. those are it's a pretty decent fucking hand right there. You're a white female in America and you're a seven. Do you ever see when there's like a you know like how good a nine? Of a fucking hand that is? Do you ever see when there's like a stripper or something like that who's like a fucking ten or like a nine and a half, and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why? <laughs> if you're willing to sell your ass, yeah. how would you not sell it for a fucking way uh, there's better? There's a feminist fucking bells going off right now. They're like, Yo, we don't need a fucking no, no, no. If you are spreading your pussy on a stage for dollar bills, spread it for one billionaire. You have no right. <laughs> just spread it for one fucking rich guy really and true. maintain a little bit of dignity. But if you you're, said that yesterday on a Facebook post, which is true, what about the the stripper thing? You can't say anything about strippers. Oh yeah, about sex workers sex. in general. Sex work, I'm sorry. Because no, as comedians, we're supposed to admit that we have we have fucked up past, and you know we have we have uh, you know issues with our parents, and we have issues with needing attention and needing gratification. But you can't say that about sex workers. You can't say that about somebody who strips or is in porn. Isn't Otherwise, that half the shit? By the way, if you really talk to a fucking whatever a, a social justice warrior or something like that, like half the responses you have to just go right. <laughs> yeah. But like, no one believes that. Right? You go, so you just say the thing where you're just like, oh, you know, like they'll be like, uh, people who are you know girls who do gangbang porn are just as well adjusted as everybody else. You go. Right. 
Yeah. I mean, no one believes that. Literally, even you, when you were fighting with that dummy uh, from back in the day on Legion of Skanks, and you just go, so you, if you had a daughter, you wouldn't care if she was doing gangbang porn? And she goes, no, I wouldn't even care. And I remember you just go, oh, we're not having a real conversation yeah. anymore. I, I don't know. What it's, like, it's like, it's like, I'm, I'm having a conversation about how Santa Claus is like a, a figment of everyone's imagination, and you're going, no, 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 no he's real. Like, he's really okay. going to show up with presents one day. Um, yeah, no, no. I, I, it's it's just kind of funny to me that that women kind of white women categorize themselves in the same bracket as like legitimate minorities. You know, I'm I'm not a guy as a minority where I I go like, oh, well, I've had a really underprivileged life because of the color of my skin. I just don't really play that card. There are there's legitimate oppression of minorities in this country. I just don't see it with white women unless you're really unattractive. But I, Karen, I mean, you 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 have feminist leaning thoughts and ideas and you you know you're very female positive do you see like legitimate like fucking no there's been so many times where i should have been arrested and the cop will point at me and say nope you're good yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're fine i'm sure so many times so. i mean one of the things that i've noticed um we'll be sit- like if emily and i are in a circle of comics and like the men listen to the men and then she'll say something and the men don't even listen to the woman. It's it's actually she plays a game where she'll say something outlandish. She'll be like, Yeah, and then I killed the guy and nobody even hears her. Can I say and, though, can I be honest with you? Yeah. It's just because Emily isn't uh in as entrenched in the New York comedy scene as others. Like, I don't think when Bonnie is sitting at a table with a bunch of dudes that she's getting the same type of thing. And I think it's a level. I think, and no offense to Scopo, Scopo, you're a young buck. Yeah. If Scopo sat at that table, I think he'd get the exact I same treatment. I've had, I sit here every week. I've had. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a valid point. That's a valid I've, point. Because, you know, I've had this thing where uh, I, I remember, like, uh, me and Lewis were talking about this a while back, but there'd be, like, a good point. Uh, but there's there there'll be like like a younger female comic who will be like a year two years in open micer level and she'll complain about being in a conversation with like I don't know like Lewis and Big J and they're not listening to her and you're like look the only difference here is that if I was a two year comic in a conversation with Atel and Patrice I would have never had the gall to complain I just yeah. expected yeah. that they wouldn't I listen to me I sit here week after week I don't complain yeah I, just, I mean that's people just blow past me I don't give a shit so what am I, I gonna say what, that's just that's kind just of the name situation. of the game it's yeah. just, and uh, by the way we all did that I was the guy when Patrice was alive and we'd come down to the comedy cellar everyone would sit in a circle and me and dave would be like little hawks on the outside just kind of throwing in little things here and there but nobody would really and dude it was so risky and if you and if you you could hit the hardest thing dude if everyone was riffing and you said the fucking funniest thing ever like patrice would maybe look over at you and go hey open mic i got one and then like look back the other way and if you fucking missed it was going to be yeah. like 20 minutes <laughs> on you yeah. and how much that sucked it. and but so it was dude you'd be so you half the time you'd have one and you'd be in your head you're like fuck I've got one I think <laughs> women, I don't know. Like, women aren't <laughs> used to not being the center of attention in life and comedy in our, our world it just flips things a little bit you know what I'm saying the rules are all a little bit different so I think women just aren't really used to dealing with that type of brutal ball busting that type of honesty you know I, I feel I, bad I talk, for that. I, I talked to one of it was one of your friends recently I'm trying to remember who it was I don't want to say her name but she was just talking I, I, I said calling somebody not funny is the n-word for comedians oh absolutely that's like that's you like, said that's one of my black friends yeah I guess that's why she was like whoa 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 it's not exactly the same thing <laughs> it really was a black person I was in Grand Rapids Michigan and it was a Saturday night show and there's this scrawny little kid in the front row and after every joke he'd go hack 
hack. What? And he'd be like, you're a hack. And finally, I just stopped the show. And I was yeah. like, you guys can't hear Good him, but point. he keeps calling me a hack. Yeah, and, and the sorry, <laughs> shout out. Fuck you, big ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but he, he, yeah, he, he said to me, I go, I go, why are you calling me a hack? And he goes, I just, I really wanted to, I've always wanted to come to a comedy show and like heckle because like I've heard about it. Wow. And then oh I talked to one of my friends who was a comedian and he said the worst thing you could say to a comedian is call him a hack. And I go, well, do you think I'm a hack? He goes, I don't even fucking know what it means. Yeah. That's but, but he goes, it really upset you. And I was like, yeah, like I want to kick your ass right now. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what does it mean? I was like, it means somebody that does unoriginal material or steals. Yeah. And I was like, and I'm doing neither. And fuck you. And he, and he like started laughing. He's like, all right, that was a pretty good one. <laughs> like, like he didn't even realize why his joke was funny. But to the, to the, here's the thing. To to regular people, not funny. Like, who gives a shit? And that's your friend said them. And she was like, she's like, not funny. Who cares if somebody calls you not funny? I was like, well, you're not Fuck you, you nigger. <laughs> <laughs> Soundbite. <laughs> Isolate that one. Play it over. But no, no. I mean, I legitimately was kind of like, I had less respect for her as a comedian because I went, I was like, that wouldn't bother. That wouldn't ruin your day if another comic said you're not funny. That would fucking set me... And that's what... The reason The reason it was is because somebody on, on a Facebook post had indirectly called me not funny. It was another comic. And I legitimately was like, yeah, fuck that guy. I was like, that's legit... That will make me never speak to another comic again yeah. for coming out and saying something like that. That's the that's the, the worst thing you can say about another comic. Yeah, but didn't you post that guy said that he bombed? No, no, that it's guy? a different... It's a oh, different okay. <laughs> did yeah. you... Did anybody hear, like, hear about what I did last night at The Stand? No, what happened? There was this Australian motherfucker. And I went up on Frantic, like, around midnight and the guy like I went up and I was riffing and the crowd was kind of tight and the guy goes yeah why don't you say something funny then and he just did that old line like, we've heard that so many times but I've been going through so much shit in my personal life that I was like right on the fucking razor's yeah, edge yeah, yeah. right and um, and he goes and like I just I played it off and then he said it again he's like yeah I still haven't said anything funny and then uh, I went back to him and I kind of roasted him a little bit and the crowd yeah. laughed at him and I was like alright that normally solves it and he's like yeah not funny and finally, I just fucking snapped, and I go, get the fuck out. Yeah. And he goes, and he's like, no, I just I just ordered a bottle of champagne. I go, I'll break it over your fucking head. Go, yes! Get the fuck yeah, out. Yes! And like, yes, Pete! Yeah, and I literally was at the edge of the stage, and I'm like, get the fuck out. And he, um, and the whole crowd is like, shit. Like, you know when you can feel it in a room yeah. where everyone's energy turns to like, this is he weird. And when Pete gets angry, he just hears Christmas music in his yeah. head. <laughs> There's a I'm gonna probably pull it up. There's a great Patrice uh, thing about that where some girl in the crowd calls him not funny and he just goes yeah. off. Oh, it's great. Can't pull it up. Long story short, I finally got to the edge of the stage and I told the guy, I go, you do not want to know what's gonna happen if you don't get the fuck out right now. Yeah. And his girl grabbed him by the arm. She goes, we gotta get out. And he's like, uh, and he ran out and he went and he complained to Joe Harari really? outside. He's like, that guy, he threatened me and he blah blah blah. And I was but like, he saw him from behind. He was like, excuse me, miss, miss. Oh, Joe. He is an ectomorph, isn't he? <laughs> but yeah, then afterwards, this girl came up to me at the bar. And like, this is one of the first times that I've ever had a girl look at me this way. She came up to me. She goes, hey, you know what you did was... Uh that's pretty cool. Yeah, hot. And, yeah, and I go, I go. Oh, I'm really sorry. I go, that's not me. And she goes, No, that's you. And I was like, Oh, that was. That's funny. She said that because I really think you see the you see a real the real person when their back is against the wall and they're angry. Mm -hmm. That's that's who you see as like a real legitimate person. How you're dealing with that adversity. That's the person where if you're gonna marry somebody, you want to see them at their fucking angriest, at their at their darkest. The, uh, you know, most fucked up. That's why I show that to women every day. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you still interested, bitch? 
No, but it's. I think it's really important to kind of see that asset. That's why I like Karen. I saw Karen at her absolute worst. Her absolute <laughs> worst when she was blackout drunk on Legion of Skanks. Oh my God! If she has worse than that, I no, it uh, can't get I any worse. And anyone. if you if you can still look past the absolute worst part of somebody, I think that that's a good sign that you could actually be with them. You yeah, know? that's called acceptance. You you did and also having something really? to hold over their head for yeah. the whole relationship. You, you know? did martial arts though when you were younger, right? <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. So like when I when I told this guy that he doesn't want to know what was going to happen, like I'm a champion kickboxer, black belt in taekwondo. Like I was. Oh yeah, really? Oh, I didn't yeah, know like, that. I yeah. was so an extreme sports athlete. Yeah, like I've taken pain. You never and, like, think you, but Pete. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not strong emotionally. <laughs> I could I could hurt somebody, but like I that that was what actually was embarrassing to me and what was scaring me is that like th- that didn't matter that that guy didn't think that I was funny like none of that mattered but I've had so much shit bubbling in my personal life that I was so on edge that I was willing to fight this stupid stranger that didn't mean anything yeah. by the way all that shit too that's not the same thing by Lewis's point about like another comic telling you you're not funny is one thing yeah but, like that shit's much more just alpha male type shit like someone just tries to fucking embarrass you in that's, front of a room that, full of by people the way, that's, that's not it's, forget just the comedy forget anything else this is, we're talking about walking down the street with your friend and a guy catcalling her in front yeah. of you that's that <laughs> moment where you go ah, I'm a fucking man let's forget all this other bullshit I got into an argument with a comic once because I had the exact same thing a dude was heckling and eventually I was like alright dude well how about I'll take you outside and I'll beat your fucking ass and the comic who's producing the show never said anything to the guy that was heckling he got mad at me he was like that's not what a comic does I was like no no I stopped being a comic at that point and I was a fucking man and yeah. one man to another man I was like I want to fist fight you if I was working in a bank it's me unloosening my tie and going I don't give a fuck what my manager has to say let's go the fuck outside yeah you never made it long at that bank <laughs> I think I was there that night. Remember, like, we, was that at the stand no, when no, we no, all no. kind of gathered around? This was a around? bar show in. It's been multiple times with Lewis. Right. Oh, Lewis, this that. happens a lot. I just remember coming up to you, and you didn't really know anything about me and fighting and whatever. And I was like, Lewis, I got your back, and you looked at me like, great. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, good. <laughs> I feel so safe with you, yeah, Pete. Pete. I appreciate it, but just go sit down. All right, we're going to wrap up here in a second. Let's play this to go out. We'll play the Patrice bit to All go right. out. Let's just get some uh, plugs out really quick. Uh, Karen. Listen to my podcast, Shame On. Um, I'm going to be in Long Island on October 21st at some place called The Mousetrap, but um, people should come because they're paying me. All right. I should probably know more, but I'm sorry. There That's we go. I, I said the name. Karen Fian. Dave Smith. <laughs> uh, check out my new podcast, Shame On. <laughs> yeah, Dave. I've just re- replaced Mike and Fox. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, okay, so, I don't know. When is this coming out? It's uh, live it's right Sunday. now. Well, it's li- all right, live right now. So on Thursday, I'll be on uh, Kennedy on Fox Business and Red Eye on Fox News. And then I'm doing, uh, I, I don't know what the fucking dates are, but we're doing two shows for the New York Comedy Festival. We're doing a Legion of Skank show, and I'm doing a Before You Vote week of election day at the stand so uh, we'll put those both up on uh, legionofskanks.com go check them out there we'll have the dates and then whatever other fucking road shit's up there too alright follow me on twitter at Pete tweets follow me on instagram at Pete sorry uh, watch the tv show that I'm on on true tv uh, called greatest ever on Tuesdays and um, go to the stand this Saturday night I'm on all the shows sick I'll be there too. Yeah. Me and right. Lee hanging out all night. Yeah. Chris Scopo. Uh, October 7th and 8th, I'll be at Laugh Boston with uh, Andrew Schultz. Come to that. And October 12th, I'll be on a Red Eye. Oh, you do uh, Oh, nice, yeah, dude. Red yeah, Eye. Awesome, dude. Scopo. Yeah. Yeah. TV credit. Yeah. First TV credit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not going to come back, but, you know, I, I told Dave about it. I was like, Dave, I'm going to have to call you the day of. Just it's, tell me everything dude, that's dude, going don't, on. Don't even try to act like, can I give you advice on it? Mm-hmm. 
don't act like you know anything you don't know. Give your opinions on what you know. You know, I was I remember I did Red Eye, and it was the night before. Um, it was a, a debate, and it was a debate that Trump didn't go to. And I remember I was gonna lie and pretend I watched the debate because I read up on it. You know what I'm saying? But I remember in the exact moment I was like, "Wait, why am I lying?" All right, Chris, That's let me give one. you some advice from someone who's been invited yeah. back. Yeah, I've been out three you times, do. you piece of Maybe shit. Maybe do some research, look into the article, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, read something. I really, really hope something. they ask about the Mets starting rotation. That's about it. <laughs> no, but no, re- obviously. <laughs> now, Luz is actually completely right. Just own who you are. No, so yeah, I'm not gonna go. Don't try to act like you're an expert on something you're not. When I do, when I do, that's my that's my deal. Scott Chaplin had a great thing. Did you see that? He said something. Oh, I was said, on that episode. He said something. They were like, "No, you're wrong." No, I was on. The, I was on that episode. It was. Uh, it was fucking. This was so funny, dude. Is because oh, Red so Eye, Hello Darkness, my own. Yeah. 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 So Red so Eye funny. is a show where they'll literally just have you know like a panel will just be like one of us, and then the guy who did that to him is uh, John uh, Podhurst, who's like the editor of Commentary Magazine. He's yeah. like this Jewish intellectual who's from this family <laughs> of really well-known Jewish intellectual, and it's just like Sam next to him going like, well, this happened one time. He goes, none of that happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just so funny, dude. It's such a great moment. Uh, but uh, when I do the count, the countdown, 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 like, like I do my, my MMA show with a professional mixed martial arts champion. If I ever try to break down fucking somebody's f- head movement or foot movement, I sound like a moron. And I learned that from that show. It's like, no, just talk about what I know. Talk about it from a fan's perspective. Talk about how things, um, you know, fucking affect you. So good for you, Scopo. Very proud of you, buddy. Lauren, anything to plug? Uh, just at Lauren Kubera. And uh, we, uh, me and Mar are actually doing a show at uh, Stand Up. It's called Mar Up. Yeah, Mar Merrick. Yep. Nice. All about divorce. And uh, it's going to be a good night. Yeah. I trust nothing that woman says. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Lewis, anyway, Lewis me... should do that show. He's, he's got a kid. He's kind of divorced. Go. I'll do it. Deepu, anything coming up? I'm plug? divorced. Uh, no, no dates. So. Anything else in the chat that needs yeah. to be read? Uh, everyone's very proud that Scope is going to be on television. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. Very surprised, probably. So, uh, no, it's yeah. great, dude. Yeah. dude Scope has been doing comedy for a long fucking time. It's about time you got something. I mean, it's only yeah. six years, but all right. Thanks, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're doing fucking good, man. That's really awesome. Um, any other comments in the chat? Anything uh, to read? No, nothing I want to read off the top of my head right now. A lot of negative stuff. So uh, Ooh, A lot of negative stuff. Good. What are yeah. they saying negative? Lewis feeds That's off the, the negativity. Deepa, what are they fucking saying negative? Uh, someone says, Mara Merrick fucking stinks. That's not negative. That's true. That's pretty negative. Bro. Somebody's heckling Mara and she's not even on the show. She was just mentioned. <laughs> it was one of the guys that... Uh, never mind. <laughs> I know you're saying. Let me forget it. I guess if she's not here, it's not really a that's, thing. Uh, yeah. By the way, everyone uh, listening, that's the first time Lewis ever did that. Yeah. So you just go out there and goes, <laughs> you know what? Spoke. No. <laughs> I think I just developed a new ability. <laughs> you can pull a punch. Anything else? No, Chuck no. C says, Scopo is above Lewis. In what fucking world? Uh, let's see. Tell Lewis he's great and better than Bobby. Says Damn. Twinks KC. Uh, Rob Lard says, how about Bobby murdering at Laugh Boston this weekend? There we go. Pizza says, I'd rather eat weekle diaper than kiss Lauren. <laughs> 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 what are you talking about? Dump with Why Deepa? a weekle diaper? Uh, <laughs> Keith, up. shut the fuck up, Deepa. You read the negative shit. That's how you make each other stronger. It's like when you want to build also muscle, you break down the muscle down, and then it builds up stronger. I got to work with these people. I can't just start reading all the negative look. anti-Lauren, anti-Scopo uh, Keith Brown says, Lewis is bald as shit. Uh, Dan- Dania says, hey, Lewis is the funniest person on earth. Uh, Buddy C. Buddy says, Gomez take over forever. Chuck C. says, Lewis and Karen's sex must fucking stink. <laughs> Karen? I'm good. <laughs> you said today 
What? I did say that. That was I the was best. I blacked out. That was the best I ever did. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You said today he was the... He held himself up. It's really funny that I really thought Lewis was going to say, you said today that I'm the best you've ever had. But then he goes, you said today that was the best I ever did. <laughs> like, she just went, like she just went, today was a good effort. Yeah. <laughs> hey, good job out there. Way to go. We're a lot of hustle. Oh, today. okay. Hey. He looked at her with such... Like, today I fucking Lewis did a good job. Yeah. Karen's, Karen's Were you not 30? on top today? Was that was it? Karen's dirty talk is she looks at Lewis and she goes... <laughs> Put down the donuts. Straight up, Lewis. I give you the game ball today. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. That's it. That's it. Um, any, any, all right. Let me plug yeah. my shit. We got to do Bobby's plugs in yeah. a second, too. So, guys, I will be this Thursday night with Scopa, if you're listening live, Norwich, Connecticut. Harp and Dragon uh, Bar, Saloon, whatever the fuck it's called. It's going to be in Norwich. Those guys are dope. I went there last time after I headlined... Um, uh, Mohegan Sun and it's a really cool fucking spot like cheap drinks gonna be a, a really party vibe so come out if you're in Norwich, Connecticut this Thursday night the 29th also October 9th I'll be in Lancaster, Pennsylvania at the Chameleon Club so if you guys are out in the fucking sticks in PA come out the and check me out gonna adapt. Gomez Comedy on Instagram GomezComedy.com make sure you check out the countdown 6pm Eastern every Thursday Sirius XM Rush 93 myself and the count Michael Bisping also Legion of Skanks on the Gas Digital Network Wednesdays at 9pm and Wednesdays at noon, the real ass podcast. Also, Gas Digital Network, GasDigitalNetwork.com. Yes. Bobby stuff? Yes. Go to RobertCarelyLive.com. He's currently on his True Story tour. You can see him this weekend at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, um, October 1st, he, uh, 31st, and then he's out to Pittsburgh. Um, Erie, Pennsylvania. Just go to uh, RobertCarelyLive.com for all the True Story tour dates. Um, and he'll be near you. Also, uh, make sure you follow us on YKWD Twitter uh, and Facebook for all our uh, up-to-date posts. Yeah, if you want to... And the, the app. Remember yep. the, uh, yeah, the explosive. Yeah, YKWD. Also, if you want to send stuff to the studio, send it to 117 McDougal Street, 10012, care of Robert Kelly. If you want to sit in on the show, email ykwdproducer at riotcast.com. Also, if you want to be a premium member um, that gets you the creeps with kids and all the old episodes, all the good stuff from back in the day with all the OG members, uh, go and download uh, Robert Kelly, You Know It Dude podcast um, on iTunes for your Android. Yep. It's just phones. two bucks a month for the premium service. You get all the archives beyond the past 10 episodes, mm -hmm. YKWD. Mm -hmm. All the classics, the fucking Joe DeRosa era, the Kelly Festuca era, mm -hmm. Joe List, Dan Soder, Monster Voice, The Truth, Louis J. Gomez. Puerto Rico Rattlesnake all that good stuff uh, also I didn't plug uh, the Roastmasters guys it's coming next Tuesday one week from tonight 10.30pm we're also going to be streaming the Roastmasters from now on every other Tuesday on GasDigitalNetwork.com so we have a high def live stream if you guys are not members you guys can go sign up uh, for a membership it's just six bucks a month if you use the promo code LOS you get to check out all the, all the amazing shows on the network and if you guys want to come and check out the Roastmasters tournament it's free it's at the standnyc.com you guys can grab tickets reserve your seats they will be sold out across the board the opening round is fucking nuts i know ronnie b is going to be judging um the on the 18th i know bobby kelly is going to be judging one of them we got a lot of amazing judges coming in as well so make sure you guys check how's that, that out. working out you doing uh, one round and then next two weeks later it's another one two weeks later and then the next two? eight yep and then the last round you got to win twice in one night and the last night you got to win you're battling twice in one that's night cool. in order to get the that's title really cool. that's going to be a crazy night yeah, yeah. yeah. going to be really fun that's so uh yeah guys make sure you do that follow everybody on twitter follow everybody on social media and uh that's also, that also we have the post show we do a post show now what's the post show ykwd post show what's that we do like an after show. 
Are you guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You two? Mm-hmm. Us, and me, Deepu, and we have someone else coming in. Who, who is it? Alex Pavone. Alex hey! Pavone! Hey! My buddy! Hey! Alex Pavone's coming Mario. in. Check out the YKWD <laughs> post show, uh, post show wrap up. Thanks for hosting, and, uh, Lewis. Yeah. I did great. You guys are you right. Great. You Peace. were great. You seriously were great. Thanks. <laughs> Hit the space stop bar. It, stop it. Peace. Hit the space bar. Stop it. You've been listening to the YKWD podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Check out riotcast.com for all of the best podcasts on the internet. And they're all free. And they're all free.